Alaida screamed again, and this time she didn't stop when the pain came. She just kept screaming out into the uncaring night. Well, that's fun. What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Claire And this is the Nerdy. The Wordy. The Book Club. A Hell show yeah. where we both uh, have very raspy throats this morning. Yeah. <clears throat> Oops. There's something stuck in there. I don't know. Stuck? It'll go away. Oh, you had a different night than I did. Uh, I watched the Carolina, no, the, yeah, the, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers play into the fourth overtime. Yeah. Uh, and Chuck ended that game with 12 seconds left. We were going to go to five. I was like, are we about to see the longest game ever? No. No, that game still happened. No. Fucking Chuck fucked it up. It wasn't the longest game anymore. I mean, I, I, for their sake, I'm glad. <laughs> no, I... Those poor players... Look, I, what, the most amazing thing about the hockey playoffs, and I think why it's my favorite playoff in sports, mm-hmm. is because the games don't have to end. They will, they will, they will do the... It's uh, like overtime until yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the I there are just a few games in my life where I remember being like, oh, we're going four overtimes. These guys have played two and a half full games of hockey. That sounds brutal. Yeah. Um, but uh they all looked very tired. And so I think that even the even the hurricanes were like, thank God it's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I we, don't want to do this again. We lost, but it's fine because at least it's done. Yeah, yeah, which is um Probably not how I'm gonna feel about Wheel of Time anymore. It's how I felt about most of the books during the slog. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, I, well, I lost, but it's over. Um, but I'm not there anymore. Now I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I don't want the Gathering Storm to end. This book is fantastic. It is. Do you see how I? Yeah. Do you no, see how was, I did that? That was very clever. That's a well professional done. segue right there. You crushed it. Uh, hi guys, welcome on in. Uh, we have a few thank yous. Under the veil. Thank you for joining the Nargs. Daniel yes. Short. Thank you for thank joining you. the Nargs. Welcome to the Nerd Table. Hike. Pike Trickfoot, Grog's best friend. Thank you for joining <laughs> the Nargs. Blue, thank you for gifting five members. Thank you so much, Blue. We appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, Blue also is a member for 16 months. That's thank a you, long thank ass you. time. That's many months. Many, many months. Um, Brian <laughs> Hudson, thank you for joining the Nargs. Welcome pa- to the Nerd Table. Perrin Golden Orbs. Golden Orbs. It makes me think that Perrin has just like giant golden titties. No, his eyes are orbs. I know, but it but golden orbs makes me think golden that he's titties. just golden tittied up. Uh, normally don't do memberships on YouTube, but had to for the gatherings from audiobook reactions, and they didn't disappoint. You guys are the best. No, you're the best. You're the best. Golden Thank orbs. you so much for that super chat. We appreciate it. I love your golden orbs. Oh um, my god, y'all are going mad. Arzu, thank you for Jeez. five gifted memberships. Holy heck, that's you, very kind of you. You guys really like this section, huh? Arzu, you commissioned a whole reaction this week. You don't have to gift membos. Yeah, stop. You've that. already given a gift to the membos. You, you, yeah, yeah. You gave them a gift. Um. Everyone Joey Fisher. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, everyone thank uh, Nisa and Arzu for this week's um, additional yes, reactions. Yes, Joey Fisher, thank you for that super duper chat. I spent the last year nervous about this spoiler, so glad y'all got here. Which? Varen. Oh, the Varen. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Uh, and like... that gay villain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, what? that's what Wheel of Time needs. It needs a, like, needs a gay villain. Fabulous gay Forsaken. Yeah, yeah. It could be Damandred, you know, like da- Damandred. No, not Dam. Damandred every fucking time. <laughs> Damandred. That's like Moraine. D- Damandred is so jealous of Luce Theron that you know it, it might just I be like love, a homoerotic thing. I would love if Damandred was just like 
because everyone thinks that it's like a threesome with him, uh, Masana, and uh, Samaraj, but he's actually their like gay best friend. Like they're oh just meeting god. for mimosas and brunch on Saturdays. I like, oh my it. god, girl, what are you doing I love in the White it. Tower? Oh my god, those bitches! I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, tell me more. I will come there and I will smack Aleda in her pussy. Like, just tell me, and I will fuck that bitch up. Wow, wow. Uh, that's Rafe. That that's Rafe Judkins' version of. Um, you know what? I I, I, w- I would be here for it. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, fuck Ileana. If I can't have him, neither can she. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, okay, more shit's happening. Wow, you guys. Um, Purple oh, Aja, thank you for five memberships. And thank you for all the work you're doing in the White Tower. They need you. Yeah, the Purple Aja, very important. Uh, Blue, thank you for 10. ten give- Stop that. Stop it. Y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm putting a kibosh. Members. Putting a kibosh on it. Y'all are going fucking nuts this morning. Jesus Christ. Now I want kebab. Saying kabosh made me want kebab. We can get that after book club if you want. Mm, some kebab before Fast X? Sure. Ooh, a little, a little shawarma kebab. Mad Stagger. Mad Stagger. Thank you. Stagger, thank so you for that super for duper chat. chat. Let's go. Uh, loving the audiobook reactions for members. You're welcome. We got you. We got you. I would make them public, but they're just not videos that I think that like would perform well. And then yeah. it's analytically bad. Like, yeah. They're it, a little niche. But. Yeah. We're currently in the process of like... Um, looking for sponsors for the Roleplay Relay. So keeping our numbers up on YouTube is important at the moment. So Kind of, yeah. 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 Among yeah. other things. Uh, Purple Asha, Purple thank, Asha thank, you thank you for joining the NARCs. Uh, happy Varen and Egwene week. That's true. True. Uh, I miss getting in on the commissioned reactions. So just paying it forward. Thank you, Arzu and Nisa. Thank, yes, thank you, Arzu and Nisa. And thank you yes. for paying it forward. Thank Finally, you so much. Ben Rosenthal. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, first time first catching live. Welcome. Where have you been? <laughs> Busy. People have fucking lives. Jesus People don't Christ. have lives. No? Does no. anyone have lives? The social order is collapsing as we enter late stage <laughs> capitalism. We don't have lives. We have hours that we give to the machine of capitalism in order to eke out what meager sustenance that we can. Uh, okay. Uh, that went in a direction. Uh, I'm still catching up on your earlier episodes and I had to catch this episode live. Love the end of this book. We're so close to the end of this book. I, like... Wanted to keep reading so bad. Mm-hmm. I understand those of you who read ahead. Um, but thank you for that super chat. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, what were we talking about? Um. Anyway, so, uh, Carus, how you feeling? You were talking about capitalism. <laughs> we, we read... Um, <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> where were we? I don't know. What, what was your week like? Did you do anything, did you do anything non-book clubby? Do we have any like housekeeping that we need to do? Uh, do we? I don't think so. We didn't have mm. the most interesting week other than we forgot to see a movie yesterday. <laughs> I bought tickets for Fast 10 yesterday, and we literally Fast X? forgot. Fast 10. I, they really fucked up by not calling it Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. I know, I know, I know. It's um, so disappointing. Yeah, we were at Costco yesterday getting groceries, and I turned to Clarissa and was like, are we supposed to be seeing Fast and the Furious right now? And it was 3.58, and she was like, yeah, we have tickets. So we drove to the movie theater and have the move to today. So we're going to go see Fast 10 today. But we saw, we finally saw a Marvel movie last night. We saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep. After uh, waiting, um, because we, we were at Katsukon when it came out. So we yeah, couldn't see it. we couldn't see it when it came out. And so a bunch of people were like, yeah, react to it. We would like to watch that. So we watched that last night. And we made the horrible mistake of... Um, of you getting high? Well, That's pl- not a mistake okay, on my but part. the plan... No, no, no. The plan was for us both to get high. And then I got high, and then you went, I can't have sugar. 
I can't eat the edibles, yeah. so you're going to be high and I'm going to be sober. So get ready for that reaction tomorrow. You're welcome. Um, the movie is not good, but uh, it it has good parts. Yeah, it has <clears throat> it has holes. Yes, it has holes. You 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 understand. And plot holes. Um, but that's fine. Yeah, it was it was fine, which is very disappointing to me because uh, Ant Man, the first one, is one of my favorite Marvel movies. But it's fine. It's all good. Yeah, but uh, that'll be going up tomorrow. I think that's everything, right? I think that's everything. Role play relay. Make sure you mark your calendars. July 29th, August 5th. Be there or don't be there and miss it. The characters are all hot messes. So yeah. I'm um, very excited. And all for that. very hot. So. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Clarus, we did yes. three audiobook reactions available on Patreon and to our YouTube members. Yes. How did you feel reacting to half of the reading this week? It was kind of weird. Uh, I, at mm -hmm. first, I thought it would take a lot longer because I was like, oh, wow, that seems like a lot in terms of the amount of reading that we had that week. But it was just a smaller section that week. Yeah, people um, were really like, so much happens in these six chapters. We're only doing six chapters. And I get it, honestly. Yeah. I think smart choice. Um, yeah, the one that, the one thing that was weird was finishing the reading so early. Like, I usually finish mm -hmm. it on Thursday. Oh, so it's yeah, It's like yeah, fresh yeah. in my head. But we finished it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Which is like fine. It's like two days difference, but um, but yeah, it was fun. Those were all really good reaction sections. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, really enjoyable time. <clears throat> um, G socks fan, thank you. Welcome to the nerd table. Excited to be catching up on the book club live. So glad Let's you're enjoying go. the gathering storm. Love the chapter reactions. Thank you. I get it. The this week's chapters were chef's keys. You okay? Uh, yeah, narcissus. Thank you for uh, the. Super duper <laughs> chat. <coughs> wow, Narcissus. Um, I recently learned I was supposed to donate when I disagree and say something mean. Yes, you are legally required. That's fact. <laughs> so here is the donating cat Swain is dot dot dot. Nope. <laughs> you know what? That's Cheers? I don't know. Fair. Thank you. I just uh, 69, nice. <laughs> Nice, thank you. Wow. Uh, Blue is like, I shall not be outdone. <laughs> Dropping 20 gifted memos. What is happening? Y'all, it is a Friday. Yeah. It, it, Chill the fuck out. It's a Friday. Wh why? It's like the 19th of May. What the fuck is so special about today? Y'all are like just Next week will be the 26th hard. of May, which is close to the 25th of May, which is the best day. Why? Because all you need is a light jacket. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Wow. Thank you, Narcissus. Y'all are y'all are mad. Lads. Are we are we doing a show today? Do you guys want us to talk about the Wheel of Time? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they We're want just us keep to. Yeah. Thanking people for yeah. three fucking hours. Uh, mad lads. Blue is determined to make sure everyone sees those chapter reactions. Which, like, fair. Uh, you get a reaction. You get a reaction. Everybody wow. gets a reaction. Wow, y'all are mad this morning. Holy oh my god. Heck. Uh, Zedrog, welcome back to the nerd table. Why cross? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Thank you for gifting 10 members. The poor, like, uh, audience, like, the podcast listeners, like, the fucking, just get to the fucking, sorry. <laughs> uh, Blue, thank you for 10, uh, for, uh, for a super chat. For a super Blue chat. Blue is closing on the house today. Let's go! Oh, it is! It's the 19th! That's what's so special about today. We, Yo. Blue owns a building. 
But yes, you own a piece of land with probably grass on it. I'm Cheers, assuming. Cheers, Blue. Congratulations. There, there might not be grass, but uh, congrats. That's incredible. And Y-Cross, thank you so much for 10... Yeah, thank you, Y-Cross. ...gifted memberships. Holy heck. I don't know what y'all are fucking... Woo! Y'all are smoking something today, and I want some of it. Um, please. In case you're like a person who doesn't usually watch YouTube lives, or uh, you're a Twitch viewer... Who has come over? I just want to give a because I see it in the chat sometimes. People are like, "Oh, I like I don't really understand how gifting works on YouTube." You do have to turn it on. Yes. Um, YouTube um, says YouTube system is that you can't be like gifted to a channel that you haven't turned on. Um, allow Accepting me to be gifted gifts. to this channel. Yeah. So um, you uh, go into your settings and turn on gifts if that's something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, it, it might be the system that stops you from getting one. Yeah. Uh, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, no, that that's totally fair. It it does work a little bit different from. Twitch, but um yeah. wow yeah gosh the number of twitch subs <clears throat> i've gotten from channels i've never even heard of i'm yeah. like who the fuck is this yeah and i think that it's like youtube wanting to keep it within the community but because the like culture of gifted memberships doesn't exist on youtube yet people don't know how it works yet yeah yeah so. yeah 100 <clears throat> percent. all right uh, what wow. were you talking about <laughs> y'all stop distracting us jesus or no Christ. i mean i'm fine with paying my bills um <clears throat> what it's fine. That's gonna go straight to we're 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 having date night tonight. So we are. We are go actually have, gonna not work tonight. Yeah, we're until gonna we get home, and then we'll movie, probably work. Maybe we're gonna go see a movie and have dinner. So <clears> that <throat> then, thank thank yeah, you. thank you thank you for treating us. Ah, <laughs> uh, Clarus. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> well, we can start with chapter. Um, <clears throat> no, I want to talk about the week as a whole. How did you? No, I want I want to okay. have this conversation. How did you feel about? Audio listening so much of the book. I feel like I talked about it a little bit already. Um, I, it's it's weird. So it's weird. Sometimes I don't love doing the reactions because a lot of the chapter, I'm not reacting to at all. Yeah. But this section just like doesn't stop, and so mm -hmm. I actually en enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Like uh, um and and because it doesn't go publicly on YouTube, I don't mind reading along at the same time because like. You guys, uh, as members, you know what I'm doing, right? I, I I just don't process audiobooks as well as I do, like, reading myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so having them not be public, that's another reason that I, I like it because I don't mind having my head in the book for a few minutes to make sure that I am, like, 100% understanding what's going on. Um, yes. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah, it was really interesting because the book has, like... The, the series, like, I can't remember the last time the series had three chapters all together that were just like, go, 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 go. Well, and really like, four, because the chapter before was also, was also the Rand with Grandall stuff. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, and, and that one was so weird because it was kind of like Poof Grandall. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I This week, sometimes the audiobook reactions can be tougher for me because there's like good moments in the chapter, but the chapter as a whole can be a bit of a like uh, up and down. But I yeah. don't know. How did you feel? Um, I, I really liked it because I'm in such a good mood about this book. I think that like there are past books where I couldn't have done this. Fair. <clears throat> um, Fair. But like, you know, like because we, we weren't doing the audiobook reactions yet when we hit like Rubidian. But, like, this kind of reminds me of, like, what it would have been like to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Although, actually, I think Ruidian would have been tough. Because it was because it was all new information and all characters I didn't know. Yes. Like, I think that what was, what was nice about these audiobook reactions was that 
it there wasn't a lot of characters we didn't know or like names I didn't know yeah. until we get to Baron's book and it's just a list of people just and I'm like, do you know her? Names. And I'm like, you know what? Knowing Robert Jordan, like we probably know them. Like those names have probably been mentioned but, at some point. But, but all of, the, my, my, the other part of that is the so many of the names on that list could be names that I recognize how they're written but they say them in a way that I don't read them in my head. That's and so because it was an audiobook reaction, I was like, oh, I don't know who that is, but it could just yeah. be that Kate Redding and Michael Kramer's incorrect pronunciation of <laughs> everything in this book. <laughs> like Loyal uh-huh. and Tarvalin. Tarvalin. I also love that um, he makes uh, he, he makes Gareth Bryan uh, British. <laughs> But I don't. Yeah, but I don't but, think. But Kate she Redding does. does? Yeah, no. Yeah. That that was very funny to me, and I thought it was just in my head. But then I was like, no, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. we've heard her read Gareth Bryan, and there's no accent. Um, it's because it's because she has man voice that she does for the men, and it's yes. a, it's it's a successful like she does it a works. good job. Yeah, it works. But he is doing like his man voice is him, so he wants to make Gareth Bryan different, and so he does it by being like. A little bit British, yeah. A little, just a, just a, like, just a like paprika of British, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny because that's a spice that the British uh, are not comfortable using. But um, sure. we were there. Their food is bland. Um, yeah, but <clears throat> I mean that's. But yeah, no, I. I food's not just bland. It's bad. Like I make bland, good food. You know that's what I mean? That's like, true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I enjoyed it. I think that uh, I, I enjoyed it because I understood from beginning to end with these chapters why people wanted us to react to them mm-hmm. it was different in the last book when we reacted to that chapter where Rand was like walking around because people wanted us to react to the golden crane part at the very yes, end but it was only but the it last was an little bit hour of Rand being like and there's 10 Trollocs over there yeah and yeah. there's I don't know why I'm like weirdly fell into some weird like faux Morgan Freeman um and there's ten drugs over there. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, no, I, I I like this week of reading a lot. I, I think the reactions count, were fun. Does Rand count Trollocs to fall asleep at night? Um, and I, I just I felt or like do Trollocs count <clears throat> Rands? I felt like we really got to the um, I, we got to the meat of the 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 Egwene section in this. Yes, and I needed it. I like I was just kind of like. We we've we've done enough setup like this. I'm ready, and I'm glad that this hit when it did. I thought that it was um it was really good. Yes, 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 a hundred percent. Uh, Aris um, of the Throne says nerdy nice last Airbender shirt. This is not an Airbender shirt. This is the Flame and Claw yeah. nerdy nightly merch that is not uh, about the Wheel of Time at all. It's not Wheel of Time merch. It is nerdy it's nightly merch. Nerdy nightly flame and claw. You can get claw. the flame and claw. Definitely not the Aes Sedai. In a variety of symbol. Aja colors mm-hmm. at our merch store. Yes. For uh, www.fourthwall.com. No. www.nerdynightly-fourthwall. Or is no, it's it- like shop. Dot nerdy nightly. Fucking fuck. We're gonna figure out the URL. It's not Thank great. Nerdy nightly dash shop. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Flame and Fang. Yeah, that's it. That's sure, it. that's what it's called. It was just you know copyright. We're, we're, we're don't worry about it. Let's start with chapter thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty, dirty six, dirty thirties, thirty-six. Um, the death, y'all. Before of Tuan. Before we talk about how Tuan dies. Smash that like button. All right. I'm Will good. you please stop yelling at them? No. 
They like it when I yell at them. Their parents are paying us a lot to babysit them. And if you yell at them, they're going to tell their mom and then we're not going to get a tip. I was never a good babysitter, let's be That's honest. That's true. You wouldn't know that. I knew you when you were 15. Yeah, so? I would not trust you with children then. I would not trust you with children now. Whatever. If we were ever asked to babysit our friend's kids, I would be babysitting and you would be doing something else. No! <laughs> I've seen you with my sister's kids. I know exactly what would happen. Well, because there's always somebody else with them. They don't need me. I know, and I would be there, and so you'd be like, they don't need me, I'm going to leave, bye, and I would be stuck with the children. Yeah, maybe. I know exactly what would happen. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, You know what, you're not wrong. Anyways, uh, two on dice. Uh, chapter 37. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I appreciated uh, that. <laughs> uh, Father Jerusalem, thank you for that super chat. I will yell at you. Don't worry about it. I'd pay extra for Clarice to yell at me, to be honest. Somebody would. It's honestly... She's not great at it, though. I, I'm i good at it on Twitch. I yell a lot. If you haven't come and watch my Twitch streams, you yell you indignantly, should. though. Yeah. That's still yelling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Varen and uh, Matt have a very, like... Strange conversation. Yeah, she's like, hey, you're going to, I'll take you and your army to uh, Caimlin for sure, Mm -hmm. but I want something in return. And Matt is like, fucking great. And she's like, I'm going to give you this letter with instructions that you're not allowed to open. And Matt's like, well, that's kind of bullshit. And I was like, yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. I would want to know what's in there. But now I know why she didn't want him to open it yet, because it's probably like, I'm a dark friend. I don't think she says that. No? I don't think there's any value in revealing that to him. Because the only person who could clear that up is Egwene. I think it says, if you read this, I am dead. And that she's like, if you open this before I leave, you'll try and stop me. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. I would be very surprised if she was like, I'm a dark friend, but you should trust me. I don't think he would. No, that's fair. Yeah, it probably just says that she's like, if you are reading this, then I am dead. Yeah. Which, yeah, okay. That How do you feel sense. about your very, very definitely correct prediction that Varen is going to be the third person to go to the Tower of Genji? You know, it didn't age well. Uh, I thought it, it would... like milk. Okay, I thought it would have been cool, right? If Varen was the third to go to the Tower of Genji, I think that that would be really cool. I guess it's going to be Noel um, mm-hmm. is, is most likely, which Noel is probably just fucking Slayer in disguise at this point. Like, I don't understand who that character yeah. is. Uh, unless he actually is Jane Farshrider, in which case, like, cool. Yeah, so they negotiate how many days Matt is going to wait. Yes. Before he they doesn't. They barter. Yeah. Uh, and they'd agree on 30. So a solid month. Yeah, she's like 50 and he's like, the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm really curious to see what's in that letter. I would love if he opens that letter. It's like, hey, so Moraine is in the open, open. You have to go get her. Uh, but I have a feeling like it's going to be something that puts that, um, that Matt has to do before the Aelfin Aelfin tr- journey. Because uh-huh. I do not think that the Aelfin Aelfin journey happens in the remainder of this book. No, no, there's not that enough time. That is some Towers of Midnight. It, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. going to be the literal Tower of Midnight, like one of them anyways. So it feels like Matt's going to have one last thing to do before he goes and rescues Moraine. And uh, I'm curious what it is. He's going to get to Camelin, so I think we are going to get some of Elaine in this book. Yeah. Have we been with Elaine at all? Yeah. We have? This book? I can't book? remember. No. no, not. This. She's not in this book. 
Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. But she's they kind of blend together. She's been in labor this whole time. She, wow, that's It's a been a long... tough labor. God damn. Well, she's birthing a fucking dragon, so it's like, <laughs> it's just still coming out of her. Jesus Christ. Uh, Arzu. Arzu! Thank you for that super chat! I found how the pattern pulled Varen along and how she decided to stay to be hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, she yeah. gives like the long, yeah. Yeah. She, she's like, I was trying to go here, and then when I would try to leave or learn the place to travel, the fucking inn would burn down, and I was like, wow, that sounds awful. <laughs> like, these poor people. Yeah, and it means that, like, Tavirinus isn't, like, local to the Tavirans. No. Local to the Tavirans. Uh, no. it, it just is, like, everywhere. Yeah. Which is which is a system. People in Shara might be feeling the Taviran effectness. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I, 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 I find, like, that stuff is, like, cutesy in a way that, like, it was, it was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it, it it was funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. I the 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 dark ones pull and the Taviran thing. It still like doesn't quite work for me mm-hmm. after all this time. And I wish that it did. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I I can't really put into words what it is about it that has like never really fully gelled for me. Because mm. going back all the way to the first book and even to the show, right? Um, <clears throat> it's. And I think that it's what we've talked about a bit in the last few weeks of me being like, I don't really love when stories have so much prophecy that, it, that I don't know that our characters' actions matter. Yeah. And I, I think that maybe that's what it is about the Tavirinus. Yeah. But th- this was used in a way that was cute and it got very into them, which I which I did like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I th- There's so much harm in it. But it's treated as yeah. a joke. And I think that that's kind of part. It, it's like funny. Haha. Like this guy's life was ruined. Varen has money. She probably like helped yeah. him out. You know, I, I don't think he was he, he was totally fucked. Even though he's got you know some work ahead of him to rebuild, but yeah, I just think like I, I'm always I've always been more drawn in by these books when it's our characters being active, yeah, rather than like layer actions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the dark ones layer actions. Orchid eater, welcome back Activate to the once a turn. nerd table. Thank you so much for that. Happy to have you here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I. It, it, yeah, it, it, it was funny. And it got Baron here. And yeah. it got Matt to Camelin. I'm assuming Matt sees Elaine in the next section, right? Yeah. It's funny, because I, I actually, like, the Taviranness, I actually find that, that I like it. Because there's a lot in fiction that, for, for the, the probability of certain things lining up, yeah. like events or people meeting or whatever it is, based on how big some, some of these worlds are created to be, I've always found it like that's a little silly. Like you have to suspend your disbelief that, you know, our hero was like walking through a random fucking village and the person who had the item that they need just happened to be passing through there at the exact same time. Like those things like that are coincidences in fantasy that I'm just kind of like, oh, it, it has to happen for the plot, even, and it is what it is. So I actually find the Taviriness kind of like a funny commentary on those kinds of things. Uh, like, you know, Robert Jordan came up with like yeah. a reason mm-hmm. to explain them because in a world this vast, those kind of coincidences are kind of bonkers. And he's like, yeah, like this is bonkers. And I, sometimes it, I, I think he uses it more effectively than others. But to me, it feels like a commentary on, like, just our, like, media nowadays. Um, 
because you know things happening on the same day or like timelines lining up it is one of those things that you just have to like accept that it happens even though the probability of that is kind of absurd yeah i, I just think that it's a commentary system mm-hmm. rather than a narrative system and in a sure. series this long mm-hmm. it, it it starts to feel like it is convenience for author's sake like, oh, I, I sure. need this to move forward. And so I'm going to create a system under which anything can happen in my book. Yeah. And the majority of the motion of this has nothing to do with anybody's actions. Yeah. It is just is why... literally me, because I am the wheel, because I wrote the book. Yes. Just being like, this person has to be here. So I am like... Which is why sometimes I, I love it, and sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, it is what it is. Um, Dakuna says, hey, chat, I want to take a moment to commend you all on getting them so far for so many good reveals without any spoils. You've been great lately, and it's been wonderful. Hell yes. Thank the mods. Thank you. Thank you, mods. Thank you, chat. Y'all, we're on this journey together, and it's been freaking incredible. Um, I am definitely glad that, like, none of anything in, like, this book... I, there was that one little spoil that I had, and that's it. Like, we've... We've all yeah, and that's come together literally as a team. Didn't nothing. matter. It yeah. literally didn't matter. Um, and so we're on that home stretch. So behave. behave. <laughs> we cut over to, to um, <clears throat> Fortuana's point of view. Um, do you Fortuana's. Think, <clears throat> do you think that in, in like Sanchen culture, when you want to be like a little bit rude but not have your head cut off, you like emphasize the Tuan a little bit too much? Fortuana? Yes, Empress for Tuana. Maybe, although that's probably... While, like, looking at her knees. That's probably, like, reason to get your head cut off. You know what I mean? Like, the Empress can be like, off with her head, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Tuana is kissing her blood knives uh, goodbye. Uh, they have magic rings that uh, if you put your blood into them, it makes you nearly invisible and super stealthy. Yeah. Uh, but it saps your life very quickly and you, you die you're going to die three soon. days. So these are her kamikaze agents uh, who are going to stick around after the raid of the White Tower and do as much damage as possible, not knowing that Gareth motherfucking Bryn is going to be there. But we'll get to that. I kind <clears> of <throat> like the four Tuana as a t-shirt. <laughs> I find that very funny. Uh, what, what do you mean? Like the, the number t-shirt? four. It oh. just says four to on and then the capital And then the at sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people are like, oh, what is this like nerd speak? And you're like, oh, you don't understand. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry, don't about, worry about, about it. Off with your head. Um, Literally. But yeah, so for this this was interesting just in that it sets up... Uh, the Tuan has another name. She is now zero years old again. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's how they stay young in the Sanchen. They just never get to 40 because they just keep taking new names. Oh, that makes um, sense, actually. And, May uh, she live forever is just that, you know, she keeps, like, resetting her age. Yeah, the the nobles nearby are like, hey, like, isn't this going to, like, piss off the Dragon Reborn? And she's like, yes. She's like, yep. Yeah, yep. I'm fucking up the last battle right now. Yeah. Uh, Because I'm a bad person. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, a bad human with a very, very bad soul. And I suck giant donkey dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We, yeah. Do, we do not like Tuan. <laughs> yeah. Tuan sucks. Uh, moving on to chapter 37, A Force of Light. Yeah. So, okay. Rand fucks shit up big time. And 
I like I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. This yeah. chapter's massive. And we're gonna yeah. be talking about it for a while. Yeah. So if you wanna listen to any other chapter, skip ahead like an hour. Um <laughs> It starts with Min being like, yo, Rand's mountain is above his head. And there's a storm above it because the book is called The Gathering Storm. What? I know I, I know you struggle with book titles, but it is called The Gathering. That is true. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know titles are hard. I know. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's crazy. She can read all the words inside the books, but if you put the but words on the, on the outside. on the outside of the books, it just, like, none of this makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> um... So, and so Min is Min is dealing with the fact that she's like always wants to be at Rand's side for the fights, but isn't isn't like that useful. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, oh, I get it now. Why he tried to send me away? Because I I can't actually because I'm anything. a liability. Because I have knives. Yeah. yeah. And Semiraj is a forsaken. Yeah, it's tough because I love Min and I want her to be there, but like, the, you know, there is that. Side of it that I'm like, well, that does, yeah, that's it's, it's, it's not good. It's the tough thing of like, there are very few of Rand's enemies that Min can successfully fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sorry, I like love Min. She's not taking down a Trolloc with knives. Oh, she probably could. No, she can't take out anybody who will, who uses magic, or like she wouldn't be able to take down a Fade. A Trolloc, maybe. Those things are They're big too and loud. Thick. You the, just get him in the eye. Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm sorry, but like the number of situations where Min as a combatant is a viable person to like bring into your party. It's like in video games, you know, video games where you can choose your party for the mission. You yeah. leave Min in the apartment for the missions with combat. Right, right, right. And she's um, realizing like, ah, yeah. And, but 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 this is a nice moment of self awareness for her, where she's like, I I am not helpful in this arena. I'm gonna like I'm gonna, but I want to be helpful, so I'm gonna stick to the stuff I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, trying to research so hard. But to be Um, fair, most people in this world are not helpful in combat anymore because the power creep has gotten the magic to to a level where there are so many magic users on the field every time that, like, I'm sorry, I don't need the Aiel. I need the wise ones, the Ashaman, and the Aes Sedai, and that's kind of fucking it. Rand can open fire gateways that burn through a thousand people at once. I don't need spears. Yeah, Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh, Emily Rose, thank you for that super duper chat. Um, I really wanted to watch, but I'm having a mental illness moment, not to be non-specific, to be non-specific, but I wanted to show some support and say I love you guys. Emily Rose, I hope that you have a better day, uh, yeah. and, um, I hope you, like, take a bath or something. Have some tea. Yeah, take care of yourself. Drink some chamomile. That's, that's some good tea. We yeah. love, we, 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 we like tea in this house. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, we, we, we appreciate you, and, uh, you do what you gotta do. Thank you for the super chat. Um... But yeah, no, I I think like yeah, it's just it's it's an interesting moment of self-reflection with Min uh that doesn't go into interestingly how she feels about Rand right now because Rand is so convinced that Min is hates him now, right? Like yeah. he Rand in in the last few POVs we've had with Rand, he has seen this like disdain from her eyes that clearly yeah. isn't there from her point of view. No, I th- uh, no, I think it's more of like how she feels about herself. Like she feels like she fucked up by being there and being yeah. a liability. Mm-hmm. But of course they don't communicate that to one yes. another. Uh, James Smith. Thank, thank you for that super, super chat. chat. Kit Swain is the best. Wrong. The whole time I have always 
meant Varen in place of Cat Swain, and I was <laughs> waiting for this episode to share. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you, Mods. I'll uh, watch after work as usual. Have fun at work. We'll catch you later. Thank you for that super chat. And uh, yes, uh, R.I.P. Varen. Uh, may she live forever. Because um, goddamn, she's she's the goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite characters in this entire series. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that super chat. Um. So Rand is like, yo, I need you to go uh, get me a Nynaeve and Ramshalan. Uh, so he brings them, opens the gateway and is like, Ramshalan, I need you to go tell uh, this noble <clears throat> who lives in the mountains that we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because you're really smart. And it's not, uh, you know, I can't do it myself. You're super duper smart. Yeah. So I need you. I'm relying on you. Matt Sager, thank you for joining the Nards. Uh, this shirt is definitely blue. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's just coming across on video. The pen is blue. No, it's the gr- dress. Varen being. It, Matt Stagger is saying they're a dark friend. Because they can lie. We're not there yet. Fill <laughs> the fuck out. We're not there yet. Uh, welcome back we, to the We have table. to talk about Grandal first. Yeah. Another Forsaken who went out like a chump. Um, yeah. Uh. So, so he sends Ramshalan to make an alliance. Uh, and then Nynaeve is like, Grandal's going to use a compulsion. And Randy's like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's the point. I know. And Nynaeve's like, oh, you're fucking, you, you're crazy. Yeah. And Rand's like, yeah. Yeah, kind of. So he's like, bring me 20 of your finest maidens. We're going on a mission. And the maidens are like, 20? To fight for okay, sure, whatever you say. Yeah, dude. like all right. At least you're bringing us this time. Exactly. <laughs> that that's my thought. Like, well, at least he's not fucking leaving us behind again. But if I'm random, like, all right, now that you're here, stand behind me and don't do anything. Yeah, you know, watch my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go through uh, the portal, and Ramshalan returns and is like, "Yo, she's a friend. She's I a found, friend. I found a friend. She fucking loves you. Yeah." Dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm this telling you right great. now. If yeah. you go over there, buy her a couple drinks, you could smash. Bro, you could you could smash. She's super down, bro. Super She's, down. I, this is how this is how I picture all of the Aradomans talking, bro. They're just like, yo, Randall Thor, you're like the fucking dragon reborn, bro. And Grandall is like so fucking into you, dude. They describe the clothing as being like really gaudy. So just imagine that voice with like Ed Hardy. With like big chains, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, Randall Thor, look, man, like I'm so grateful you're here in Ari Doman, bro. Yeah. But like, you gotta get in with the GTL. I you got know what you, I mean, bro? Jim Tan Laundry. What? Jim Tan Laundry? What do any of those things have to do with one another? What kind of millennial are you that you just like missed out on like pop culture for like our lifetime? That's n- not <clears throat> pop culture. You made that up. Jim Tan Laundry? GTL, baby. I mean, at least you're doing your laundry, I guess. Jim Tan Laundry. Everyone in chat knows what it is. Oh, it's Jersey Shore. Yeah, no, there's no. The situation, that. bro. I fucking hate that GTL, shit. Jim Tan Laundry. Sorry, Come I on. fucking hate Jersey Shore. We're just going to say that Ara Doman is the Jersey Shore. Okay. My favorite thing about the Jersey Shore is that none of the people from the Jersey Shore are from the Jersey Shore. 
They brought in a Shocking. bunch of like fucking like Shocking. like loser Long Island bros and like they're all from like Brooklyn and Queens. So what the fuck does launch like I get they go to the gym and they get really tan. Wouldn't it be like gym tan hair gel? Like what does laundry have they to do? They keep their with clothes it? clean. Why are you judging them for washing their dirty gym because clothes? Because they're so rich they would just buy new t shirts every they're not day. Rich. They're rich now, but they weren't when the show started. Oh, they, they act like it. No, 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 no. They were not wealthy people. I mean obviously they are now. Well, the ones who handled it well, but I just like to picture our Doman as the Jersey Shore. All right. It's canon now. The Merchant's Council is the situation. Oh, my fucking... And the other ones. The, uh, the other ones. Isn't Ro- Ron, Rod, something? Isn't that it? <laughs> sure. Maybe. Ron what? Is it Ron? Who is the fucking... It's, like, really annoying. Ah, oh, and you know it doesn't fucking matter because I don't watch the goddamn show. How the fuck do you? How the fuck do you remember something about the show, but you don't remember Jim Tan laundry? There was a clip going around where one of the girls was like being really annoying with the the guy's name. Sammy, there was a Sammy. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Yeah, sure, if you say so. Wheel of Time. Clearly, I don't know too much about Jersey Shore. I know two of their names in Jim Tan Laundry. Great, that's for it. That. DJ Pauly, that's one. Jay Wow, Jay Wow definitely has an OnlyFans now. <laughs> God, I hope so. Fucking make that bang. A Worldview wants us to move on to another continent, please. Next, we will be discussing Asia. Asia is a continent. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It is a continent. That's correct. Yeah, Ron, stop. I don't know what that is from, but it's it's a thing. It's a clip. <clears throat> New right? reaction series. No. No. No, if we were going to react to uh, reality television, because we almost did it, we almost reacted to um, MILF Manor. We almost did, yeah, yeah. And then we did not. Uh, I want to I get Lisa over and react to her episodes of Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Oh, my fucking God. That would be hilarious. Anyway. All right. So, um, anyway, Ramshalan returns. Sorry, we, we Ramshalan yeah. was gone. So, we were, we, that was just a uh, little tangent to cover while he was talking to Grendel. Yes. And he's like, yo, Grendel fucking loves you, bro. Yeah. Fucking loves you. Yeah. And um, Randa's like, yo, check check him for compulsion. Uh-huh. And then he was like, oh, yeah, it's there. All right. Because she knows how to do that now. Foreshadowing. And... Yeah. Rand is like, dope, dope, dope. <laughs> Watch this. Give me one second. And uh, if this was a Dragon Ball Z episode, this would have taken like five episodes of Goku right. in the sky. Just be like, ah, 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 spirit bomb. But instead he's just like, Balefire. And it just, like, fucking eviscerates the fort. There is a beam of light the size of which mankind, womankind, and trollic kind has never seen before. Or at least not since uh, they cleansed the taint at Shadar Lagoth. <laughs> um, Rand just, like, fucking power word kills a, yeah. like, yeah. a, like, civilization. Yeah. Yeah, hundreds of people. An entire manner. Which he justifies to himself. He's like, ah, they were basically dead anyways. But like. Yeah. Cool. I have zero issues with what Rand does here. 
What do you mean? I like really like people are like, oh my God, you did the worst thing ever. And I'm like, did he? No, this is about to have fucking heinous consequences because we know that every time balefire is used, it fucks up the pattern. And so balefiring on an entire manner of people... Okay, they say that, but in the war, the in the Age of Legends, they bail-fired whole, whole cities. And, like, the pattern that was seems hundreds fine. hundreds of people. Yeah, that's not a whole city. And the, the pattern t- was in, not in, fine. In the Age of Legends, they bail-fired whole cities of millions of people. Millions? Well, I don't... They'd have to be pretty powerful for it to be that big. And they were. They knew how to do shit back then. The pattern is gonna be okay. The pattern wobbles. The pattern always wobbles. Sure. The pattern wobbles every night. The brown ajas, now the novice quarters. Elaine can't find her fucking bathtub. The fucking, like, the the two rivers is now the four rivers. It's really fucking weird. There's two more rivers. No, this is about to have fucking devastating consequences. I don't think so. It honestly rendered the right thing. Look, all those people are gonna die. And and that's that's the issue, right? You you kill a bunch of people who have already had their free will taken away, right? They are they're essentially dead. They they are essentially dead, which is like tragic. It's tragic. You kill a bunch of people who don't have lives, and then brain doll. And so I kind of I, I understand why Rand did it. Like I I get it, but the the, the fact that he's using balefire, which he like he doesn't understand how it works, and he knows that there are drastic dire consequences for using it, like. That's some fucked up shit. We already know there's no way to save those people. No, yeah, because we saw Nani try. Yeah, and it killed the guy, right? Like the we we know that that is impossible. And so why would you, why would you allow Grandall to continue to do what she did to all of those people to other people in order to keep them alive for an existence that they're not experiencing and that you cannot save them from. Look, if there was a way to save all of those people, I think the moral dilemma of this would be different, mm-hmm. but there there isn't. I right? don't think I don't think the moral dilemma of what of his actual like action of like of of killing those people. I honestly in the grand scheme of things, I I get it. I'm like I think that I I think that Rand did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that Balefire fucks up the pattern in a way that you can't anticipate is going to have really terrible consequences. Well, then the fucking creator should have created a way to burn Forsaken out of the... Like, it's the only weapon that works. Yeah. Yeah, look, a hundred people can't be reincarnated. Okay, the other option is that the Dark One wins and Satan takes over the Earth. For all life, for the rest of time. Like, it, the, the, these things are not... Yes, it is a trolley problem, but it's a trolley problem on the scale of, like, these people are already dead, mm-hmm. and Grandall is there. Yeah. And the Dark One wants to subjugate everything forever. They're, they're not equal. But also, I don't know if Rand knows that they can't be reborn. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily established. It says it burns them out of the pattern. But, like, I don't know if it's ever specifically talked about that they'll never, like, be part of the wheel again. But also, like, what, like, and, and this is, I this is a whole separate thing I have with reincarnation. But, like, if if you don't remember your past lives, yeah. then reincarnation doesn't matter. Then it functionally doesn't exist. That's fair. Like, yeah. reincarnation. Like, Rand remembers and Matt remembers and that's it. Like, for everyone else, it, it genuinely doesn't. Oh, and I guess, like, Brigitte, because they're, like, tied to the fucking horn or whatever. Sure. 
but, but, but yeah. For, for the majority of people, and like if reincarnation is real in our world, mm-hmm. and my soul comes back in the future, I don't give a shit because I won't experience that. And yeah. that person won't know that I don't remember having past lives. So reincarnation functionally doesn't exist for me. Mm-hmm. Even if it is true, my perception of it is that it does not exist. It's also like, it, it's like if you're watching a fucking zombie movie, right? There's one bad guy surrounded by 200 zombies. You have no issues killing the zombies to kill that bad guy, right? Like they're 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 effectively not people anymore because they have yeah. no memories, no free will. They are like they're literally puppets, which some people would say is worse than dying and they would rather be dead. I just so. I found I found Nynaeve's reaction to this. I think she's shocked. Right? Like she's like yeah. holy fuck. Right, and, and, and that Rand just does it with no problems. Like he came up with this plan in one day and has absolutely no issues enacting it. When she knows that the Rand that she knew would feel really torn up about just murdering an entire manner of, of people, mm-hmm. and, and I think that Nynaeve's reaction is, "This is not the person that I knew anymore," and I'm worried for them because they don't seem to feel any kind of remorse for it. Okay, but Nynaeve bail fired a palace full of people. What? What what do you mean what? Nynaeve bail fired a whole palace. What? With the wand in Tanchico. Uh Josh, welcome back to the nerd table. The real crime is not getting seen where Rand duels Grindel surrounded by all the strippers. True. That is the real crime here. Um we want some like hot stuff. Uh when does she bail fire an entire palace of people? In Tanchico. With the rod. No, she tries to bail fire Mogideon. Yeah, and the whole fucking palace comes down. The pattern was fine. <laughs> no, she didn't. Oh, the black Gaja lady does it, right. But that, still, a, a, a palace oh. is bail fired. And the palace... The, 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 but it wasn't the whole palace. She, like, look, took down the structure. We are fighting the devil. The last battle is coming. We got to do some shit here that maybe isn't going to be the most, like, respectful shit. I get that. Totally get it. Totally get it. I'm but Nynaeve is like, you can never do that again. And Rand is like, then fucking get out of the fight. Oh, oh do you want to throw daisies at him? Well, because here's the problem, right? If you bail fire the pattern to the point that the last battle happens, but it doesn't matter because the pattern fucking falls apart because you punched a bunch of holes in that it. That doesn't mean then the, the pattern doesn't matter. Like then winning Tarmangaden doesn't matter. But anymore. that doesn't mean anything. Like everything you just said uh-huh. functionally is meaningless narratively because you cannot s- establish for the reader how much of the because then you're just setting an arbitrary line where the author gets to say and then they hit the limit of the pattern that is that is entirely made up and that i that is not there's no stakes in that for me i don't give a fuck how many holes are in the pattern because the pattern doesn't isn't a thing i can't i can't relate to it i can't vision it the the this series has it talks about the pattern a lot but it has never established what it is or how it's harmed or how much of it needs to be damaged in order for the Dark One to break it. Like, there, there's too much in that that yeah. I can never understand. And so you just tell me at some point, oh, no, we did too much damage to the pattern. It, things are bad now. I and I'm agree. like, things have been bad the whole time. What are you talking about? I agree right now it's not specific enough to know what those consequences are left. going to be. But I think that this, what I'm saying is this is going to have terrible consequences. But then but then the Balefire moment in Tenchiko 
should have had terrible consequences. And right. it didn't. Because Nobody died because of it. What do you mean? They, a whole palace came down in the middle of Tanchico. But they weren't bail fired. Like, she didn't hit people with the bail fire. You think she hit nobody. You think she swung that water around a palace. Maybe one or two people. That had thousands of people at the doors. And nobody was hit by that. That it just not like magically hundreds. like went around people. No, but not hundreds. How? Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, scroll up a little bit. I don't want to miss that. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, maybe, MD Neil, thank you for that. Thank uh, you. Welcome back to the nerds. nerd table. On reincarnation, I don't remember learning to walk as a toddler, but it has a profound and lasting effect on my life. Yeah, because that, that happens that in not, your lifetime. That doesn't mean anything. Like, I, like. I'm sorry, but, like, that's not an argument for reincarnation. Yeah, like, none of these people seem to be affected by, like, reincarnation except for the people who have magically it been it put an effect by. Like, your average farmer doesn't, like, him being reincarnated from someone else doesn't matter because he doesn't I matter. did not. He doesn't know anything. I, I, there has never been a skill in my life that I picked up and just knew. I've worked on everything that I've accomplished in my life. I had to, like, figure out on my own because mm-hmm. there isn't some magic memory system that's, like, transmuting my past lives into my brain so that I... That, that, that's just not... That, that's not how it works. We're all born and, and we figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, if reincarnation exists, great. Like, cool, I'll come back again and I will have to start from zero again. You but, won't like, remember this. But I won't remember this. <laughs> yeah. Unless in the future we figure out and we can tap into it. But, like, right now, whether or not it exists, it functionally doesn't exist. Yeah. Which is not the same as not existing, but functionally it doesn't, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, just because you don't remember something from your life doesn't mean that that didn't happen. Yeah. You just don't, you don't remember all of your memories. Yeah. It's not the same thing as, like, I, I have no memory of a past life. So, like, whether, if I had one, it doesn't matter in my life right now, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, I just think, I'm, I'm... All I'm saying is this is going to have consequences that we just don't understand yet. But, like, we, con- we don't consequences know. in what way? Like, because the pattern is already unraveling. Mm-hmm. So, so how will we even know? Uh, you know what I mean? That's the thing. We we haven't been given enough information to know what happened when those cities got bail fired, right? There's like, the, the 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 there's no way for this series to be like, and the consequences of that are mm-hmm. because random shit has been happening for books, right? Rand's yeah. mental health has been a disaster since book two. Like it's it and and so because some of these things are so consistent mm-hmm. in the background of this. And this scene is awesome. I feel like people think I'm complaining about the scene. I'm not. I'm I, I'm I'm complaining about Nynaeve's reaction in that I'm like, girl, like, we are fighting this massive fight. If you're not going to get on the side of being a warrior for this, go home. Well, go guess, be a wisdom somewhere. I guess the fact that the Dark One is already affecting the world and the pattern is unraveling kind of just, yeah, makes it less bad, maybe. But, like, I, I'm just saying I think that there is going to be consequences for this written in. To, to to the books. Um, and that's why Nynaeve is freaking out because she doesn't know what those are going to entail. You can't prepare for that. You just have to, like, fucking, like, pray to Jesus that you I don't can think they pray it. to Jesus. But. No, I know. But she's just going to have to hope that they survive it. Yeah, I just, I, I want some of these, I want some of our characters to get a little bit more on board with the fact that we're going to the last battle. Mm-hmm. And that we're not going to the last discussion or the last dinner. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're not going. We're, we're going to the last battle, and the only weapon they have that 
prevents the Forsaken from coming back is Balefire. And I just, I, I just am a little bit like, guys, like, yeah, we're, we have to fight a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, is 61864 says, Neri's argument is why I understand the Sanchin view of Marath domain. Siandar was a hell of warring power users before their leashing and consolidation of the Emperor's power. Is I, I understand where you're coming from. The Sanchin argument for the domain would make more sense if they didn't have Dakoval. But because of the Dakoval, the argument about, oh, slavery in this situation is necessary because of their power goes out the window, and the Sanchin become just, just bad people. They just have, they just slave people because yeah. they can, right? It's also, like, the domain also are not, like, mindless zombies that the people in Grendel's palace are. They are people with thoughts and feelings and uh, individuality, whereas, like, unfortunately, these people were already killed by Grendel. Uh, Morik Andy thirty two. Think that super Thank chat. You super chat. Uh, hero who will use any means to achieve an end is very bad on its own. Okay, but Rand has been told that this is the only thing that works. Yeah, it's you not cannot like, like be like d- d- the only thing. There's one thing that works. Yeah, and it's this, and then be like, oh my god, he's using the only thing that works. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Rand is doing the only thing that has any effect. Yeah. Yeah, which you know I, what I, mean? I, like, I get it, yeah. If the, the, the book series has not set up another path forward. The book series has literally been like, there is one thing that works in this situation. Because yeah. otherwise, they just keep coming back. And Rand is using it. Like, if, if, if you want to have a moral... If you want the book to be about a moral discussion of, mm-hmm. is our character using two... Is he using two extreme means? Then you have to provide another option. Yeah. But the book has no other option. There's yeah. exactly one thing that is successful at doing the thing that needs to be done to stop the fucking devil from coming back and destroying the world. Yeah. He's using his only option. Yeah. Right? There, there is no... There's nothing else. He can't go stab her. You know what I mean? He, he, there's no other thing that he can do. Yeah. There's one. And he's yeah. using it. And people around him are like, don't use the only thing that works because we say so. Yeah. Because we definitely, Nynaeve doesn't fucking know what Balefire does. She doesn't understand the pattern. Ked Swain doesn't know what the pattern is. Like, these characters talk about this shit as if they have any understanding of what it is. And they fucking don't. And Rand is there like, look, this is the only thing that works. Yeah. It's, the, it's the thing we know that works. If you have another option, advise me on my other option. But don't just say, there. all of the advice is don't use the thing that works. Mm-hmm. Which is... Of course Rand's not going to follow your fucking advice. You're not helping. Yeah. You're not providing anything. You're just saying, don't do that. Yeah. And so I'm like, when, and so when everyone like clutches their fucking pearls when he does the only thing that works, I'm like, oh yeah. I, and I get it. Like if I was, if I was in this state, like if someone took away my free will, like we've had this discussion. If I get old and I can't, I can't function as a person anymore, fucking get rid of me. I do not want to live that way. And it's unfortunate that these people didn't have that choice. It was taken away from them by Grandall. Right. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to live like that. And you can view it as an act of mercy. Uh, There is an argument for, for both sides, whether it is or whether it isn't. But in this situation, yeah, he is using the only tool he has at his disposal to, to try and win the last battle and take out the Dark One's agents. And mm-hmm. these casualties, they're already dead. Yeah. Like, and they're that, not people. And that and that sucks. Like that's the thing a, that they're either you... dark friends or already dead. So it's like, well, even if the dark friends die, I mean that that's their own fucking fault for being there. Right? Like 
I just, so. I, yeah, it, it would be like being upset with someone for killing zombies in a zombie apocalypse. And yeah. I would be like, what, dude, why? Which, and people do tackle that, like, moral question in some zombie properties, right? How much of them is, are, are they still in there? And mm-hmm. usually the answer is no. Uh, Tom Jones, welcome back to the nerd table. Also, Balefire is the only thing that will confirm whether the attack work. 100%. Yes. The, and yes. I just feel like the whole chapter, Rand is being smart. And he's talking to them, and he's and because he brings it up to Ramshalon, right? And he's like, "How would you attack someone who's way smarter than you? How how would you fight someone who is more intelligent than you and better than you?" At yeah, this? yeah. Well, you don't tell them that you're fucking fighting them. If Rand walks into that palace and duels Graindoll, he's gonna lose. Yeah. He is not as talented as she is. She is much better at this. She's going to escape, and he will never find her again. And, and he has no idea what kind of stuff she set up in that palace. Yeah. Like, traps or whatever it might be. Like, it, he's kind of got one shot at it. And that, that's why I'm like, I get it. But I also get Nynaeve's reaction to it, because this is a horrific moment for her. Rand is like, I'm never going to kill women. And he just fucking pew, 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 pew. You know, like, the, Nynaeve is, I think, just in shock. And trying to yeah. trying to have that uh, almost devil's advocate conversation because Rand didn't talk to anybody about his plan, right? Yeah, you know, and I think that I I think that having someone to weigh options with is actually essential. Like Rand should be talking to people, and I, hopefully he does talk to Nynaeve in the future because even if Nynaeve is that other side of the voice, it's still worth hearing the other side of things before making the decision so that you understand the, fully the weight of it and the impacts of it. Now, we don't know what the impacts of using Balefire are yet, really, but um, it worked, and Graindoll is dead, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, Morikendi32, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> thank you for the super uh, chat. Can you confidently say this Rand would limit himself to this? Is If this is justified, what about the next step, a group of people on the wrong side? It's about a moral event horizon. The moral event horizon is the last battle with the devil. Yeah. So, yeah, Rand is going to do this again. Because it's the last battle with the devil. We're, yeah. we're not we're not fucking like we're we're not arguing over like who's gonna run the business. But that's why I you think know what I mean? you like, need I think that's why you need someone with Nynaeve, right? For example, why? if Gra- if Grandal had been in a palace with people who weren't a, a, a dead, that that is a different conversation that has to be had, right? And and so I I really hope that Nynaeve does become it, more of an advisor role. Is it really a different conversation? Yeah, it is. Do you think so? Yes. In, in 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 war. Yes. Then yeah. you might lose. Like I don't I I do not agree with uh with a lot of the US like military tactics over the past mm, 20 years. You know what I mean? Like I I I think that a okay, lot of innocent people died to try and get to one evil person. I agree with that. I I I agree with that 100%. Mhm. I think that you the difference between the real world war mm-hmm. is that it was an unnecessary war to begin with. Sure. And yep. that the this is fair. a war that is coming whether Rand wants it to or not. Yeah. Like there there's no dip, there's no way out for Rand here. Yeah. The the devil's coming. Yeah. The I'm, devil has come into his head and been like, "Hey bitch, I'm coming." Yeah, like, like it's, there's no like Unfortunately, we'll never be able to have, like, well, no, sorry, not unfortunately. Luckily, I don't think we're ever going to have to be in the position where the entire fate of the world and the the future of the world is at stake, right? Like, that is the fantasy element that really heightens it. And it allows us to explore these moral questions 
um, be, because it gives us that heightened sense of, of urgency. Um, but it yeah, does yeah. have real connections to the real world. And so, like, this this is a fascinating discussion because everyone is going to have different opinions on it. Of what's too far, what's enough, what's not mm-hmm. enough, what uh, what the stakes are, how they matter. Like, uh, and that that's what I really like about exploring these themes through fantasy. This is a bit of a safer way to do it because it's not playing with, like, real people, you well, know? Well, but also, this situation can't happen in real life. No, no. There's like, no there, there's pattern. No, there's yeah, no yeah. dark one. The devil doesn't exist. Well, Real and the, the, target, uh, the target in this case is one of the 13 most dangerous people in history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, the, like this doesn't exist in real life. Yeah. This is a purely hypothetical... The devil is real, and what, how do you kill one of the agents of the devil who's 3,000 years old and has superpowers? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's tough. Like, nobody nobody wins in these situations. They're very difficult conversations. Uh, Sand, welcome back to the nerd table. Nynaeve witnessed someone she loved cross a moral line justified or not. And that's why I understand her reaction completely. I mm-hmm. I get it. She's she's shocked. And I would be too. Someone that you've known forever. Like, you've watched him deteriorate in a way that's, like, really tragic. And yeah. this is like stepping over that line that you've never seen him step across before. Yeah. Oh no, I agree Horrific, with that a thousand right? percent. Yeah. 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 I just think that like I I don't know what Nynaeve and Ked Swain think the final battle is going to be, and I mm. I don't know what they're preparing for, and I think that that's kind of where I'm I'm losing Nynaeve a little bit right now is I'm like what. I want the books to give me what Nynaeve thinks her place in this is. Mm. Because she's like, I'm your advisor because I'm Aes Sedai and Aes Sedai are super fucking smart. And I'm like, okay, but like, but but then what? what? Sure, she ferreted out where Natrin's Barrow is. And like, good for her. Yeah. She, she did well, right? Yeah. What do you want Rand to be doing? And it's the same question like I have I- for Cat Swain. What do you want Rand to be doing right now? Like I said, having those discussions with people mm-hmm. to 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 help you understand the the situation from a different point of view, whether or not it's a more wrong or a more right point of view, like that doesn't matter. I think like communication and having someone to speak to to say things out loud is just inherently beneficial. And that's what I'm hoping that Nynaeve is, is not even so much an advisor, oh, okay, but okay. someone to, like, bounce the ideas off of and talk them through. Sure. What does Nynaeve want Rand to be doing is my question. Talking did... to her. About what? About like... his plan. No, no, no. Okay. Hey, I, Nynaeve, I, this I, is my plan. What does Nynaeve want Rand to be doing? What What does she think is the right path forward is my question to you. We've been... She has been with oh, Rand I don't, I don't know. for, like, four books. I don't know yet. What, okay. What does Ketswain want Rand to be doing? Uh, I'm not sure. We haven't been given that information. So, so then, like, so then, why, so as a reader, how am I supposed to get on board with him being his advisor? But here's the thing. Ked Swain says you don't have to take my advice, but, like, we need to talk and you have to listen to it. Which is what the advisor role is, right? You don't have to do what I say, but hearing someone's different opinion on a situation is always beneficial. Sure, sure. Hearing someone else's opinion is is helpful. What is Rand's, what, or what is Nynaeve's point of view? Well, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, what's what's her point of view? It, well, Nynaeve is a healer, and she has the point of view of trying to save as many people as she possibly can. Uh, so, so this gets into my problem mm-hmm. with this in particular right now. Mm-hmm. These characters keep telling Rand that they want to advise him, mm-hmm. and they are main characters in this series. Uh-huh. Do you have any fucking clue what their ideas are? Because I don't. 
Yeah, Nynaeve. I am a little bit lost on what Nynaeve thinks the right course of action is. Nynaeve is a doctor who values human life before anything else. That's not that but that's again, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking specifically what do you, what what has what have we gotten from these books uh-huh. about what either Ketswain or Nynaeve thinks should be done? Because there's like a lot of them of telling plans? Rand that he's doing it wrong. But what like they they are they're happy to tell Rand that he's wrong. Yeah, we we don't know what their plans are. But that's this is my point. This is a thousand percent my point. Is the uh, there are a lot of characters placed around Ryan right now yeah. who are telling him that he's doing it wrong and not telling him uh, 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 any other way. Nobody's well, providing Rand with other options. They're just telling him that his ideas are wrong. That's why this portion is so interesting because Rand explains himself and is like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" And mm-hmm. then he doesn't doesn't have an answer for that. Right, like she, she just wants to be there to advise, to talk about it, but she, she doesn't have an answer, and and she's she's realizing that. But are but these I said I characters who hold themselves in such high esteem, yeah. and are constantly telling Rand that he's wrong. Oh yeah, the never, I said I also have never I'm, offered anything. Cat Swain has never offered another option. Yeah, nobody has ever offered Rand anything that he can do. Yeah. They just keep telling him that he's wrong, that he's a child, that he's like doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But there but there's no there, but there, there's no like what what about this? No, no, I I agree. Like no no one really offers uh solutions and we don't we don't unfortunately get point of views where people have different solutions. They're kind of like kept in in the dark. Um Fudgy um, Vamp says um criticism is useless if it's not constructive and doesn't tell you another way. And and this is my problem, right? This is where like yeah. Nynaeve and Cat Swain are so useless to me in these conversations is that they're always clutching their pearls about what Rand is doing. Yeah. But like Rand is doing things and they're they're not. They're just following him around being like, I can't believe the Dragon Reborn did this today. Oh my God. The Dragon yeah. Reborn was so rude today. The Dragon Reborn was so sad today. The Dragon Reborn was so mad today. Oh my God. The Dragon Reborn was attacked by Semirage today. And none of them functionally ever are like, hey, like, let me help. Yeah, and that's that is definitely a problem that I have with Cad Swain because I believe that she has plans. We're just as the audience not allowed to know them yet. <laughs> and I'm um, like, All right. Mark Hendy says uh, Moraine did miss her. Me too. Me I need Moraine back too. so bad. Mar- this series needs Moraine. I w- I am gonna be so fucking excited when she comes back because I'm hoping that she's going to have had time. Like she's not gonna be like asleep or like half dead in this world. Like she's going to had have had time to really think and plan things through. Like, I hope Maureen fucking comes back with a plan. I hope Maureen comes that. back and smacks Cad Swain up the mouth and is like, what the fuck have you been doing? Yeah. Get your shit together. You're 300 yeah. years old. But I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I'm just a little bit tired. Like, I don't see what Rand is doing wrong here. He's fighting fucking agents of the devil with magic powers. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't use Balefire ever. And Rand is like, it's the only fucking thing that works. Yeah. Your rule is that I can't use the... Like, why Why would you listen to these advisors? Why, and... and, and I, I'm just, yeah. I'm sick of them. I'm, I'm sick of the moralizing. I'm sick of this like useless criticism that he he's surrounding himself with ice attacks. I think he think he needs to, but they're they're so unhelpful and so rude and just yeah. it, help. Look, Nynaeve, you want Rand to do something else? Provide any other options. I think that's, that's what this turning point is, where she realizes. No, because that's not what she realizes. She realizes, oh, I need to go get Cad Swain to help me manipulate Rand now. 
like Nynaeve learns the wrong lesson fucking again no but I think she does have the moment where she's like oh I did I don't have any better ideas of to how to handle that situation and I think that that's going to be a moment where she's going to have to realize that she's going to have to come up with advice right okay as opposed to just being like a bouncing whatever you call that uh berserker says uh nerdy nightly the role of female magical advisor in real time is to cross their arms naturally under their breasts and call the leader a woolhead or a child or a wetlander that's it and that's my problem with it yeah is that like they're that we 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 really have gotten to the the heart of what i think has not worked about so many and look i loved this chapter i think it's great this chapter is fantastic but it brings up these conversations right and i think that this if i'm having fun having this conversation i I hope this isn't coming across as me saying this book is bad because i actually think this book is fantastic and this chapter was very good yeah but it, it 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 does point to what i think is a weakness of the the series as a whole and its interpretation of women mm-hmm. is that oftentimes, whether it's Matt's plotline or Perrin's plotline or Rand's plotline, we have these male characters who are functionally acting and just getting shit done within their plotlines only to have a woman stand in a scene next to them and accuse them of not doing it the woman's way. Mm-hmm. And these women who have these like long monologues about how fucking smart the Aes Sedai are and how dumb men are and how useless men are while they are functionally not participating in the action of the story and not providing alternatives and just complaining. And it it is, it is when this series feels the most like it is white men who are trying to write women and just functionally don't understand what it is like to have a debate with a woman. Like it all, but and I and I'm not trying to accuse either Robert Jordan or Brandon Sanderson of anything. No, I have definitely felt that some of the that writing has been lacking. We've but like had that discussion the, the, before. The, these these female characters are I, the the book keeps telling me they're so fucking smart, and I they they're functionally not much like how I'm saying like functionally reincarnation doesn't exist if I don't have past memories. Yeah. Whether I am reincarnated or not, it yeah. function doesn't exist for me. Yeah. Functionally, these women don't have points of view. They're just upset about what men are doing because they don't provide the points of view. Ramon and Elaine, I when we finally got the, some point of view from them, it was so nice because they felt functionally unrealistic to they me. They just felt antagonistic for the sake of being antagonistic, which is, I think, what Robert Jordan kind of writes the female characters to be sometimes is just antagonistic for the sake of being antagonistic, which is... Really frustrating. It feels very one-dimensional uh, for those characters. Russ Tung, thank you so much for that Rust super Tongue, chat. Thank you. Do you think the Dark One approves of Rand's methods or not? Uh, probably. It it does. It, we know that it affects the pattern in a way, and the Dark One probably wants the pattern to get all fucked up because their plan is to break the wheel. So, yeah, probably. Um, I think that. Um, I think that. This series sort of feels like everybody has to get to the end and then it's a coin flip on who wins. So I think the Dark One doesn't really care. I think the Dark One doesn't give a shit yet because none Mm -hmm. of this matters. It's all what matters is the end. And I think that this is all just putting people in place for that. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like any of these decisions are actually going to change the outcome very much. Because because it's prophesized and because like we know where we're going and we know that Rand's blood is gonna spill in Child Ghoul. Like it, it there's there's so much about the prophesied ending of this series yeah. that it feels like we're gonna get there and it's gonna be really dependent on the decisions that are made when we get there. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. if the I don't know that the Dark One really gives a shit about Grendel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when in the Varen chapter, she's like, Yeah, the Forsaken are like 
kind of like fine at everything, but they're just selfish above everything else, and mm-hmm. that's why they're chosen, which actually makes so much sense with what we've been saying about how the Forsaken are kind of fucking incompetent a lot of the time. Uh, this is a nice touch. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's one of those weird things where it's like, okay, you kill Doll, but then the Dark One probably replaces her with someone else, and so... Mm-hmm. Is it better to know where Graindoll is and maybe what she's up to and have her stay alive? Or is it better to have the Dark One pick a new Forsaken, not know who they are, not know what their plans are, and have no ideas about them? I also just don't... Like, for me, like, I don't think the Dark One cares about 100 people. Oh, no, he doesn't Like, the Dark One shit. is playing... I, I, I think that it's 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 the, it's the issue of, like, scale, right? Mm-hmm. It, like, how one death is tragic, but a thousand deaths is a statistic. Right. Yeah. Because you because you can't vision a thousand people dying. It, it's such a, it's such a massive, unbelievable thing. Yeah. Um. Yep. And, and and you know like if we look back on COVID, I mean just because we've all collectively experienced this so recently, the first deaths of COVID were so much, and like we're, I think we're at a point now where there's still like two thousand deaths a day in the United States because of COVID, like now and. We don't talk about that. Like, there's almost uh, yeah. the the same number of people who died in 9-11. There was a point in the in the pandemic where more people were dying a day from COVID than died in 9-11. Yeah. But we stopped talking about it because there's just there's a point where like the numbers get to where you you just you can't. But partially because human uh, human beings and I believe this to be true, we have a a, a quota for yeah. how much emotional feeling we have in a day. Yeah. Human yeah. beings can only be filled so much. And yeah. we naturally start to process out some grief because yeah. we simply cannot process that as mu- that much grief. Yeah. Like there, there, there is a, there's a limit that some people can hit. Um, yeah. Because if you don't, what do you do? What do you, if, you, if then you you're overwhelmed. Every person who dies on earth, people die every second everywhere. Yeah. There's, there's simply no way for a single human being to function and also deal with the a level of grief and sadness and tragedy in the world. It just it it would be impossible. We would all be zombies walking around weeping constantly. Yeah. And so, but but the same is true of war, right? Like there there's there's a point where like the first deaths in a war are shocking and surprising, right? The the first deaths that Rand sees shocking and surprising. But Rand has killed thousands of people with Kalendor before. These hundred people are less than his... He killed more men of his own fighting the Sanchin in the mountains than he is wiping out here. Yep. Right? And so it's like, well, but these hundred people he pointed at and those hundred people he... It was an accident. Sure. Okay. But, like, wh- where do you draw the line? Rand has killed far more than a hundred people in this in these books. Yeah. No, like, far more. true. Yeah. How many Aiel has Rand murdered with lightning, Right. But we're drawing the line here because, the, yeah, because Balefire makes it different. Like they're they're in war, right? Yeah. They're, they're, this isn't playtime. Yeah, no, I think it's it's really it's a difficult decision. Uh, Samantha, a thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. This absolutely feels like men think women's opinions aren't valuable, especially when contrasted against Davin Bashir, who always provides banger advice. I agree with that, Samantha. Yep. I agree with that, and, and and it is a problem I have with this series is that I, I I love, I love a lot of our female characters' personalities. I don't love the way they interact with the narrative of the novels, and that women so often in these books, uh, outside of Egwene, I think Egwene has been given a lot in these books, but but the female characters often defer to men in a way that 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 is like played for humor. Like, there's a lot of, like, humor in, like, 
the she's so snooty, but then he gets it done. And like, it's kind of like, like Matt, especially in the Matt sections, that joke is a lot. Like he's surrounded by all of these women telling him what to do. And he, the joke yeah. is that he ignores them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's just not my, it's not my favorite part of this series. No, no. I, I think that's absolutely valid for sure. For sure. There's a lot of the humor that does not land for, no. I think, either of us. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, Nynaeve. Nynaeve is, is a little upset. You know, she's just watched a she's man just, that she she's knows just a upset. commit uh, murder, which is pretty jarring, you know. Uh, Rand is definitely not learning how to laugh or have emotions again. Um, and so she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And so she goes to uh, Sorlia and Ketswain. Um, yeah, um, so she, and, and, and so Nynaeve really, like, submits herself to Ketswain here. She's like, I have no ideas, and I realize that, so hopefully somebody does. Yeah, um, yeah, so what they need is a man. Yeah, I kind of hate that. Uh, Ketswain's like, he'll listen to Perrin. We'll just get Perrin in here, and then. Yeah. Yeah, uh, honestly, I do. I do hope that Perrin and Matt are able to help Rand, um, because I, 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 I don't know what Min can do. Like Min is there, but she's like, she's feeling this tremendous guilt, which Rand is like mistaken. Like it's just, it's just a vicious cycle, and I feel so badly for all of them. I'm just um, really, I'm really nervous about Min joining in on this and Min driving like that that Min being a part of this is going to drive a, a further wedge between her and Rand. I think Min is going to be a part of it to the point that she wants to be and she's going to let Rand know about the rest. But Rand but Rand is already suspicious of how Min feels about her since the Semiraj attack. Yeah. And so I think that if Rand finds out that Min is working with Ked Swain behind his back that he's going to lose it. Or she can be like, yeah, I've been eavesdropping to find out what they're, like, trying to do. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that's how I it plays know. out. <laughs> I don't know. In the Wheel of Time? I just, I don't think, I don't, I, I think Min is perfect and she's, she can't do anything wrong. So she's always going to make the right choice. I, uh, I'm not I'm not talking about what Min's going to do, though. I'm talking about no, how right. Rand is going to respond to it. Yeah. Because Rand, Rand's... Look, I, as much as I think that Rand is right here to take out Grandal, Rand is also a fucking disaster right now. Yeah. Rand is a mess. Rand is not okay. Rand is completely falling apart at the seams, right? And he needs support, right? Yeah. And, like, the only character who's really supporting him right now is Min. Yeah. Nobody else is showing up for Rand. Nynaeve is, like, trying to, you know, like, she tried to help him get the information. Like, Nynaeve just doesn't really know the best way to go about things. Um, even though fair. I think that yeah, yeah, her that's fair. intentions are, are good. Um, yeah. Which uh, makes her a very fascinating character to me. But. Yeah, Nynaeve, Nynaeve really does have the best intentions, but she she she's still struggling with, like, seeing Rand as an adult. Fair. And people don't respond well to that. Yeah. Like, especially someone in Rand's position, because Rand is looking at the world, like, because Rand's perspective Mm -hmm. is, hey, we were in a manor house. Remember how they can send 100,000 Trollocs through the ways? Right? Like, Rand's perspective is on that. And everyone else's perspective, he, he, Rand feels so frustrated that other people can't, like, get on his perspective about what's going on. Yeah. And, like, it's going to take characters having to share with him 
but nobody wants to do no one wants to talk no 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 one wants to communicate with him how they're feeling yeah. like min could solve a lot of ryan's problems if min would even min would communicate with him but she won't and so if min's not going to communicate with ryan nynaeve definitely isn't oh yeah that's uh yeah anyways <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Catswain's like, hey, we gotta find Perrin, and that's the only insight to their plan that we get. And how does she do that? We don't By know. just, by, by, no, 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 oh, no, no, she denigrates and diminishes, uh, Nynaeve. She's the fucking worst again, because Catswain has not learned anything, because Catswain sucks. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't see that changing now. There's not enough book left. For, like, Catswain would, the, the, the turnaround Catswain would have to have... For me to not think that this character is the absolute worst human being, she's a she's miserable. Nynaeve is like, "Hey, I'm gonna come help you," and she's like, "Child, you better fucking do every fucking thing that I say." You you better dumb work, idiot. bitch. <laughs> no, but that's positive. That's no, supportive. Catswain is not that. Yeah. And like, God, Nynaeve is like, "I want to work with you," and even in that moment, Catswain can't show a little fucking grace to get someone on her team. Like, Kat Swain is incompetent. This this woman is literally incompetent at building teams, which is what we need right now. Rand needs people to bring people into the fold, not people who make everybody want to leave the fucking room as soon as they open their mouth. And like this is my this is what I was saying last week about like Kat Swain has not learned the lesson of what she fucked up because Nynaeve comes to her and is like let's work together and she's like only if you treat me a very specific way because <laughs> I'm fucking Kat Swain I'm so great I like I hate her I, know. I hate her so much and I understand this character it makes me like angry mm-hmm. and I hate that it makes me angry because I want to like I really want to like Kat Swain. I want to believe that this believe woman that is like bringing it to the table and she just isn't. Yeah. 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 Uh, chapter 38. News in Teleran Riyadh. She's not real. Yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, we are back with uh, Egwene again. Egwene's chatting with Swan. They're, you know, hanging out, having a good time. Egwene's wearing a full suit of armor. Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Swan is like, please let us fucking rescue you. And Egwene is like, no. DJ says Cat Swain stands up for Nynaeve here. What are you talking no, about? No, Soralia does. None of them stand up for Nynaeve. They manipulate Nynaeve into being their, like, worker. Yeah, no, no. That was... Uh, <laughs> they're they're, they're not Swain, standing up for her. That's, I, not, that's not what that is. Cat Swain wanted Nynaeve to, like, get out. And Soralia was like, no, no, no. No, she's, she's good, right? I think that's what happened. Oh, sure, like a little bit, but it's all a manipulation to keep her under them. Uh-huh. She's not welcome into the fold. No. They 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 use the fact that Nynaeve has no fucking clue what to do mm-hmm. to put her underneath them again. Yeah. They they diminish her. You, you, and you can diminish someone by complimenting them. Seasing says Sorley wanted to kick out Nynaeve. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I understand that Ked Swain advocated for her to be in the room, oh, but that's not the same as standing up for her. Yeah, we can use the- this person. Yeah, like Ked Swain, Ked Swain is not standing up for Nynaeve. Ked Swain is manipulating Nynaeve into being subservient to her. Yeah. The, the, those are those are not necessarily the same thing. Okay, yeah. So Arlia is like, okay, you can leave. And then Nynaeve is like, but, and Ked Swain is like, no, I think she can. we can use her. She doesn't advocate for her, but she's like, yeah. we can use this child. You're, that's not standing up for somebody. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Being like, hey, 
child. You're going to do everything we say without asking questions in return. Isn't like standing up for someone. It's using them to be submissive to you. Yeah, don't, I don't like it. Anyways, uh, we're in Teller and Riyadh. <sighs> and um, Egwene says, okay, fine. You can you can help me get out, but only if Elena can prove that I'm prove that I'm a dark friend. Like if, if she gets convicted of being a dark friend, then mm-hmm. they'll get her out. But anything short of that, leave her alone. But she's also told that Gawain's in camp, and she's like, oh. Gawain, oh, oh my god, I'm s- and suddenly, is like, suddenly so moist. Are you okay? Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, Egwene, are you all right? Yeah, yeah. She's the, like the mention of the word Gawain. Like she is, fi- she's found Aes Sedai serenity. She's like. I'm good. Gawain? I love that... Sploosh. I, I love that Swan is like, yeah, no, you, you you, fucked. You waited too long and it was too casual and this is all the reasons that I was able to read you. Boom. Lawyered. And uh, Swan's like, yeah, I figured it out. And I'm like, what do you mean figured it out? Egwene just went, Gawain. Ah! No, she didn't. That is not what happened. She was very... She had some turmoil inside and then took a moment and was like, oh, yes, what's he doing there? Sure, sure. You, you, and I both know she it. went red from here to here. Probably she blushed like a motherfucker. Probably, yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Um. So yeah, uh, Gowan's there and uh, is trying to like rescue her, and Zwan is like, "Yeah, let us fucking rescue." And Green is like, "Only if they say I'm a dark friend." She's like, oh, "Okay, fine." She's gonna keep trying to argue about it. So, so Egwene is like, I'm going to use need. So Swan leaves and is like, whatever, fine. Fuck this. Yeah. Uh, and Egwene is like, I'm going to use need to like bop around. Uh, and then she goes to a Tuatha on camp. What do you think this meant? No fucking clue. Because I was like, there's got to be a deeper. Because she goes there and she's like. Remember Aram. Huh? I'm going to fuck Gawain. <laughs> what? That's basically what happens. She's like, yeah. Oh, God, it was so fun flirting with Aram. I'm going to make Gawain my warder. And I was like, that's, oh, that's. Remembering one man made you want to make the other man yours. Sure. All right. Cool. Yeah, basically. But there, there's got to be more. Like, need brought her here. Yeah. It can't be Aram. Aram's fucking dead. What What do you think Egwene needs from the Tuatha on? Because the last time they used need, they found the Bowl of Winds. So what do the Tuatha on know? The, the song! song! <laughs> no, no, no. The song, the song makes the plants grow. Uh-huh. That nothing's growing, everybody's gonna die. Oh, they have to. They find have the song to find the song in to order to survive. People. Oh my god, that's oh, brilliant! Interesting. That's so fun. Because if they don't have the song, the only way to fight the dark ones, like following of all the fields, yeah, is the song. I wonder if, if I wonder if um, Matt knows the song because he has all these memories. No, his memories don't go back far enough. Maybe. Brigitte's lost her memories back beyond... Because the, the song hasn't been heard since before... The breaking. The breaking. Yeah. But Matt has memories from before that. No, his memories um, his memories only go back to the Trolloc Wars, I think. No, further. But he doesn't have Age of Legends memories. So maybe it's... Maybe Luce... Maybe Rand knows the song. Maybe Luce, <gasps> Luce Theron, Theron knows, the, knows song. the song. Yeah. Maybe. 
Oh my God, I want a whole fucking like book about Luce Theron singing something and then Rand singing it. And then Luce Theron being like, no, your pitch is fucking terrible. You're fucking awful. You never learned to sing. Yeah. Why did you go up a fifth? It's a fourth. He can play the flute. He can play the flute. He can just play it on the flute. Oh my God. Rand is going to Pied Piper the fucking plants back into the earth. I love it. I love it. It's got to be that, right? Yeah, unless what the, if Ogier know the song? Yeah, Ogier unless, might know the song. The Ogier like might have never forgotten it, right? Because what it do you was think the song, song is? Our God is an awesome God. We pray, <laughs> and all the plants just start fucking growing. Bella is an, an awesome, awesome God. God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Bella. Bella is an awesome God. That's it. I, I was going to go with, we're calling out around the world. Are you ready for a brand new beat? Do, 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 do. Summer's here and the time is right. For dancing in the street, dancing in Chicago. That's it. That's the song. Can you imagine? All we need is music, sweet music. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. It turns into a musical number. But it's just the 2010 Grand Set Show. How dare you? Oh, 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 oh. World part. No, no, no. Open your oh. heart and see the world. Open your heart and see the world for the first time. World party. Sorry. That's, no, 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 no. That's the no, no, no. show we did. That's the best, not. The best one. <laughs> Rand points at Nynaeve. Uh-huh. And they points at men. I'll go where you go. Fuck uh, off. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Fuck I'll off. I'll go where you want to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. No, it's actually it's actually the Anna Kendrick Cup song. <laughs> I took a ticket for the long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the Cup song. 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> well, I saddle my horse and I ride into the city. <laughs> it's loyal and fucking what's her face? It's just like. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Oh my god. Uh, Colonel Sanders, thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. Oh yes, the last book god. is an episode of Glee. <laughs> Life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. Don't stand. Don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. That is the worst episode of Glee. Yes. Schuster telling no, Rachel no. not to not no no Schuster okay, telling yes. Rachel the, the, you know the yes. Rachel wants to fuck Schuster episode not, where he sings fun. a song to tell her to stop not a good is time. the worst episode not of Glee. I, but I think that the worst like rendition oh is when fucking Idina Menzel and Rachel Berry are like poker face and you're like what the fuck is happening here the best uh, the best musical moment from glee though is definitely finn standing up at the dinner table and singing you're having my baby my baby to her parents you're the woman that i love and i love what it's doing to you god damn wow that 
Uh, yeah, That's yeah. the song. Bran just sings to the ground. You have, you my, have my baby. baby. God damn it. Wow. Uh, Jeffrey Williams, welcome <clears throat> to the nerd table. And God then, damn. And then the Wheel of Time ends with them singing Don't Stop Believing till credits. Oh my fucking god. And because Just a small town boy. Everyone except Tuan is like what the Fighting fuck is from happening? the two rivers. It's like almost everybody is white except Tuan is like, what are these white people dancing to? These people this? have no rhythm. Yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this lack of rhythm would not be okay in Siandor. You'd get murdered for oh it, my actually. God. We would kill you for this. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. What? Wow. I, we just unlocked so many, like, weird memories. I know. That was weird. <laughs> just a small town boy. Born but not raised on Dragon Mount. Yeah, that's there's a song in there somewhere. Mm. God, mm. I, want, I want Wheel of Time the Musical so bad now. Me too. We should make it. We should make it. Wheel of Time the Musical. Oh my uh, god! You're having my baby is very funny. Yeah. Save yeah. the I, the thing that got me crying though was "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy" as the song. <laughs> is that's why not? You know why not? Okay, so so Egwene needs the song. <laughs> no, no, the song is "We Didn't Start the Fire." <laughs> <laughs> but they know all the words. They're just listing off all these things, or they're like yeah. Harry Truman, Doris Day. They're like these are all from the Age of Legends. I I don't know. We don't Red China vaccines. Britain's got a new queen. Who, what's Britain? What is, what is Britain? Oh, Andor's got a new... We could do... Andor's we didn't start it. the fire, but it's Wheel of Time. Someone's got to have already done that, That though. could be fun. There's no way that hasn't already been done. I don't know. Chat can probably tell us. I have to pee, so I'm going to leave you alone for a minute. I'm sorry. Okay. You're welcome. You mm. can come up with more songs if you want. Who the fuck is Sally Ride? That's a good question. I don't know. We didn't break the dark one. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't start the wheels good. Wheel of Time Idol is going to be great next year. I'm going to enter uh, like a bunch of different entries with different facial hairs and pretend I'm different people. A female astronaut? Berserk, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, sorry. Y'all, I feel like um, Book Club has been absolutely de derailed. But I think it was necessary after that Rand conversation. I feel like we got a little spicy, but I have feelings. I have feelings about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really liking Rand. I like the journey he's on. And I just, I want the characters around him to be as, like, invested in by the books as, um, Astronaut Sally Ride. Oh, right, 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 right. Book one, chapter four. I definitely remember book one, chapter four. Another Forsaken Bites the Dust. Oh, my God. That was good. That was good. Please have feelings. We didn't free the dark one. Will the real nerdy please stand up? Yeah, I'm not gonna do any Eminem. I feel like I, I can't do I can't do uh, uh I can't do Eminem justice. And then he'll beat me up. Eminem scares me. Eminem? Eminem. Or as the New Zealand people say, Eminem. I can't tell you what it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. Keep going. No, that DMCA, you know. It's, uh, and right now it's a steel knife to my windpipe. I can't breathe, but I still fight till I can't fight. All it's right. Like the wrong feels right, I can't fight. Chapter 38 <laughs> at News and Tell Ryan Riyadh. Uh, so uh, she wakes up and. Sorry. Katarin is like, yo, what's up, motherfucker? 
yeah, I'm the new mistress of novices. Pew, pew. Mm -hmm. And uh, poor Sylviana uh, stood up for Egwene. She's got a lot of respect for her, and she got uh, she got fucked for it. Well, um, no, she got put in a cell. Yeah. No, Mideri's the one that's getting fucked for it, but... <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah, I feel bad for Sylviana. Very interesting character. Yeah, so uh, Saren shows up and is like, yo, I need to talk to her. Um, because Egwene's released now. Because it's been four days, and Aleda gives up on her plans really quick. Yeah. Yeah, Aleda, remember when she was like, we're going to make Egwene only do chores for three hours. <laughs> and now she's like, we're going to throw her in a cell and see if that breaks her for four, four days. days. Yeah. Aleda's uh, like, I know the end of the books is coming, and so we're going to have to really speed this along I here. think that Aleda would actually be able to break Egwene if Aleda was patient. But because Aleda isn't patient, this isn't working. Yeah, like, Aleda's impatience is her greatest downfall. It isn't that Egwene is, like, amazing. It's that Aleda's incompetent. I mean, Egwene is pretty amazing. And Egwene keep, but Egwene keeps internalizing it as if she's having these incredible victories. And I think that Aleda is just giving up way too soon this constantly. This is the only way I relate to Aleda. I have no patience at all. And so this is, like, the one thing I can relate to her on. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I get it. the only thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't ha I have prophecies of the future, and I don't think that I know what's best for other people. I, you don't have prophecies of the future? I don't. Mrs. I figured out the Aiel are the people of the dragon in, like, the second chapter. That was pretty badass. It was, it was pretty badass. I, like, went back and watched it, because I was like, I don't really remember how this happened. And I was like, wow, I, I, fucking, I fucking called that. You have predictions. <laughs> you have predictions that are pretty spot on. Yeah, 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 cool. I guess maybe. But I don't see, like, visions of the future. Like, I don't. I don't know. My brain surprises me. They're not things that I, like, think about. They're things that pop into my head and I say them, and sometimes they happen to be correct, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, Aleda has been censored uh, by the um, by the hall, uh, and she is still Amerlin, but, like, less powerful. She can't just, like, demote people, because Sylviana, like, stood up for... Uh, we, we find out after, obviously. Yes, so, like, in this moment, this is what we know. Then we find out, because um, Saren is like, yo, Egwene, I want to I wanna give you a chitty chatty. I got to give you a rundown. And so Saren is like, yeah, no. So we're, we, they censored um, Aleda. And the reason you're actually free is uh, Sylviana stood up for you, and Aleda tried to make her a novice for it. And uh, Sylviana was like, no. And then everyone was like, yeah, no, shut the fuck up. And so now, like, everyone's kind of telling the Emerald Seat to shut the fuck up. But also, like, she's still in power. It's it's a weird system. We don't really... It doesn't really make a lot we of sense. We don't really know what's happening. But don't worry about it. Basically, like, Aleda still has power, but just not as much power. But what power she actually has is not... It's very loosely defined. Yeah. So, like, be careful, but also, like, don't worry too much. But um, also, we don't really know what's going to happen here. So this is fun. Um, it's also the chapter uh, Seasting <clears throat> brings up um, where Egwene has this moment of empathy with Rand being put in the box. Because her cell is, yeah, mm -hmm. like, probably a little bit bigger than, I mean, obviously she's not folded over yeah. um, into herself. But um, but she's like, I can't, I cannot fathom what Rand went through and came out the other side. Um, and I think that was a really nice moment because I think that Egwene not relating to Rand in a lot of ways is going to be an issue with them. And I'm yeah. really mm -hmm. hoping that it doesn't become an issue with them and that they can see at least kind of eye to eye, even if they're not looking directly in each other's eyes. They're like kind of off to the side, but they're on eye level, you know? I, I also think it's an important... I, I, it was nice because it paralleled with... I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. it paralleled well with what Avienda learns 
about the Datsang thing. Oh, yes. And like, I, it is that important thing of people in power should be people who understand the cost of like, like, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes the problem I have with our system. Not sometimes it's a problem I have every day with our system, but when I'm actively thinking about it in that so many of like the people who become judges and the people who become like senators and, um, uh, whatever your system is, right? Sure. Yeah. They're, they're, they're people who have squeaky clean records, who were raised with money, who have all of these opportunities to never experience the difficulty that might put someone in the kind of position where they would be on the other side of the law. And so their perspective on the law is that the people who break the law are people who have in some way failed to live the way that they never they, had to even consider yes. because they always had that opportunity in front of them. Yes. And, you know, it, it's why I, I, I you know, there, there's a there's a congressman from uh, New York, um, Jamal Bowman, who I, I'm a huge fan of. Not not that he was a criminal, but uh, he was a, a, a school teacher who took what he was witnessing in his students, the, the, the difficulties of the way that they were coming up, and he brought that into why he became a congressman. And I, I supported him as much as I could because I was like, look, like this is the kind of person we need to lead. We need someone who actually has perspective on what the issues that they're trying to solve are. Yeah, the, yeah. becoming a politician is one of those things that requires so much money that most of them never have the perspective of what it's like to be the working class. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I, I think that Egwene having this perspective of like, oh, these cells are wrong because I've actually been in one. Yeah, yeah. You know, is, I, I think that We're going to get rid important. of this cell. Yeah. This cell is the first thing that's going to fucking go when I'm, you know, Emerlin's seat here, like for reals. Yeah, and I, I really liked, I, I liked that scene. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I appreciated it because I, I think that there, there's a commentary in these books about the people who become leaders having to learn how to lead. Yes. Um, and, and what that should and look what, like. And what failure means and what those punishments, uh, mm -hmm. like wh what that entails for the person, you know? Yeah. And I think that that stuff in these books is to, to, yeah, from Robert Jordan into Brandon Sanders is usually handled very well. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that for sure. Uh, so Egwene uh, basically bullies Saren into... Um, uh, doing what she wants. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Saren... Saren uh, is okay with getting rid of the Red Aja, and Egwene is like, no. Yeah. No. We need to be here together as one. Oh, well, uh, Leda got rid of the blue. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, you, you can't... You, you cannot pretend that you're better than her when doing the exact same things. Uh, it was a nice self-awareness moment uh, for, uh, I think, both characters. You, yeah. Because uh, they were on opposite sides of it, but like, um, Saren understood. Mm -hmm. I, I think seemed to where where Egwene was coming from, um, and it, it, yeah, Egwene just has a lot of like wisdom beyond her years in a lot of ways because she had to grow up real fast. Yeah, Egwene's crushing it. She's firing on all cylinders here. Yeah, uh, and she's right, right? Like getting rid of the Red Asha doesn't solve problems. It does. It doesn't solve any of the issues in the White Tower. The problem with the White Tower is that one fifth of the White Tower are Black Asha, but. Yeah. We'll get to that in the next chapter. Oh my god, yeah. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, Egwene, uh, despite the fact that Saren did tell the uh, Red Aja to give them a little room, Egwene has been having this conversation knowing full well that she was speaking just loud enough for the Red Aja to hear her, and then she turns to them and is like, so what do you think? Hmm. And they're like, shh, shh Interesting, you should probably you. go check on what's happening since it's probably going to affect you, and it'll be weird if you, you just see it after the end, you have no idea, yeah. you don't get to say anything. 
man, it would suck if your opinions didn't matter. Uh, so um, they run. So one of them runs off to get Fork Root so that they can stop shielding her. Yeah. And uh, they uh, leave her to her cell, which is not a cell, but it's still a cell. Uh, her room. bedroom in the novice quarters. And who's there? It's Moraine. What? <laughs> no. I was like, am I that fucking dyslexic? <laughs> no, you, we were listening to the chapter, not... Uh, we weren't listening to this chapter. The next one that Varen is in. Varen is there. Yeah, she's just chilling. Joe White, thank you for that super chat. Joe White, thank you so much. Listening at 1.75 speed and just hit the two of you singing the song, I'm dying. Yeah. Also not reaction worthy, but there is a Towers of Midnight thriller from Tor that you might enjoy. What? Triller. Trailer? Tor? I don't know what Tor is. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, but I appreciate the super chat. Uh, but I'm sure us singing at times 1.75 speed is, uh, is yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, enjoy... Me scream laughing at, but very quickly. Like, what does that sound like? <laughs> yeah, but now watch that at times two speed. It's gonna oh be great. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, That'll just sound like a drill, like putting a hole in a wall. Tor is a publishing company. And Tor it's is a book Tor push publishes trailer. the books. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you for explaining that. I was like, cool. I've never looked at that a single time. Tor is published. All, all of the books that we're reading. Had no idea. How? Yeah. Absolutely had no idea that that was there. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I love that for me. Um, so who did you think published these books? I don't know any publishing companies. Really? By name? Tor publishes no. a lot of fantasy. I literally could not tell you the name of a single publisher. That's wild. That is wild. Um, all right, we I get to know that. chapter 39, um, uh, which is a good time to tell you to smash that like button. Smash that like button. Yeah. There's yeah. like 12 people watching this, and there's only one like. There's only one like? There's only one like. Well, that's sad. So give us more, please. Yeah. We demand it. Hit the like button oh, and the dislike button. We respect it. Wait, no, 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 no. Only hit the like button. Can you hit both? No. Oh. I've never tried to like if you, and dislike If you a dislike video. a video, it undoes your like. Never mind. Don't dislike the video. Yeah, unless, unless you, you dislike, dislike the, the video, video. Then go ahead. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Um, Sometimes people... I, I, I do love the comments that are like, you guys complain about mean comments, but you ask for mean comments every video. And I'm like, I've never complained about mean comments. I only complain about the physical violence comments. The physical violence and the like intentional spoilers. Yeah. People are mean to us all the time. You can be time. mean. I don't give a shit. And we sleep very soundly. Well, I do. You have insomnia, but that's not related. But that's, that's pre-YouTube. <laughs> No, I know. We were talking with our Osseo the other day, uh -huh. and she was like, but, like, don't you want to, like, relax more so that you sleep better? And I was like, I don't know. My insomnia started when I was, like, five. I don't know what that means. What does it mean to sleep better? How does one feel when this happens? There hasn't been a time in my life when I slept better than I currently do, so I don't know what, like, that would be like. Yeah, fair. Leave a mean comment on this video, you know? Chapter It'll 39. the algorithm. A visit. From Varen Sedai. Okay, so we took a bet right before we like listened to the thing. And yeah. I was like, she's not, she's not Black Aja. And you were like, no, she is Black Aja. Yeah. And I would like to say that I think we're kind of both right. I would like to say that you're wrong. And that I'm right, because that makes me look better. I think I am slightly right. But you're always right, so if I could be right this one time, that would be nice. Alright, you know what? Fine. I'll let you have this How one. How I was you. I was wrong. Orchid Eater, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. I almost wish the dress is blue had been part of the reaction. What was your reaction in real time when you read that? Um We read it at different times. Yeah. So I read it and I was like, but I was like sitting on the couch and I was like, 
Like, I didn't, like, I just kind of was like, I'm going to keep this to myself until Nerdy catches up. I think my uh, reaction was, oh, shit! It, I'm pretty sure it was that, actually. I think that was it. I, I think it was. I think you were upstairs and I yelled that up the stairs at you. Yeah. If you want how a lot of the reading happens, I have a chair. It kind of reclines like, um... But can you do this? Like this, right? And I'm just reading. And then I, and then there's, like, the stairwell right here up the stairs, and Clarissa's editing room is way over there. Yeah. And so generally, when things are happening in the book and she's ahead of me, if she's behind me, I don't say anything. But if she's ahead of me, I'm generally like, Babe! <laughs> Baron's Black Aja! <laughs> Babe! Egwene's naked! When? No. And tell her in Riyadh. No, I know. Uh, Glenn Peterson, out. thank you for that super chat. Get them chat. titties out, because I want to see them. <laughs> And I need them. We like titties here, you know? We do like titties. Uh, titties are great. Ben Peterson, interesting trivia. Tor is featured as the publishing company where Jack Nicholson's character works in the movie Wolf. What books are on the shelves? Interesting. Oh, I've never seen it, but Have that's... you seen a Jack Nicholson movie? He's in The Shining, right? Yeah, yes. Don't look at me like that. You're making me second guess myself. Is he? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Here's Johnny. That's Jack Nicholson, right? <laughs> The way you're looking at me makes you think I'm wrong. Um, I'm so mean. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I have seen exactly one Jack Nicholson movie, and I didn't like it. Um, that is my hot take for the day. I don't think The Shining is very good. I think it's very overrated. <clears throat> you know who agrees with you? You? Stephen King. <laughs> See? I've got the power of God on my yeah, side. He doesn't, like the, he doesn't like the way they adapted it. Fair. No, that's John Nickel. No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, Jerusalem wants me to yell at him. Um, five, seven, oh, no, you've seen Batman. Which one? 1989. We watched it together. What happened in that one? He's the Joker. Oh, with the like parade float. Yes. That's. Oh, the only thing I remember with that movie. And we didn't even watch it that long ago. We did not watch it that long ago. You don't remember anything else from that movie? No, like genuinely. Who is the Batman in that movie? Reeves? No. <laughs> Who's Reeves? Uh, it's the rubber one, right? Where he can't turn his head. Do, do you think Keaton, he... Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Sorry. Who the fuck is Reeves? I was, for some reason, thinking Christopher Reeves, and I don't even know if that's a person. Um, I, like, don't know who that is. I, like, don't know who that is. Okay, who do you think Christopher Reeves is? I don't know. He's pretty important to well, the superhero genre. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will, uh... Are you Googling? Yeah. This is... This is so. I don't know what his we face have a, like. We have a we have a channel called Nerdy that, Nightly. I don't know who that is. How you're looking at his face and you don't know who it is? No, I genuinely don't know who this is. I've come never on, seen come him on. anything. Come on. Oh no, I've never seen the Superman movie. You've never seen the original Superman movie? No. Filmed in Calgary, Alberta, Canada? No, never seen it. Wow. Sorry. This has been wild. Cool. Uh, We're really fun. holding off on getting to this Baron chapter, but like that was wild. GS Plus Infinity, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. I've been holding off from coming to Baron because it's all specific to this point, but now I can Spoiler tell that Baron is my favorite. 
Yes. Fair. I, I, I saw you have money. Thank you. We're going to go to We appreciate our money. Right on more. Thank you guys for chatting. I'm a few minutes behind, but Sally Ride is the first woman in space, by the way. Very cool. Oh, shit. Okay. I was a dinosaur's boy, not a space boy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Honestly. Um, so I don't I'm, I don't know a lot about space. That's not, I was always about like the past, not the future. Fair. But honestly, I, I think Varen might be one of my favorite characters in the series. Um, I, yeah, I, I that's get that. Right. I, I get totally that. get it. I, I think she's in, wildly interesting, very competent, accomplishes her goals. Like, yeah. Yeah. Michael Kioski, thank you for that super uh, super chat. Uh, Superman suit <laughs> is green. Thank you so much. And thank you for getting us back on track. So, um... <clears throat> Thank you. Agrain is like, yo, what the fuck? That's a lie. And Varen, uh, and she's like, I don't know if I trust you. And Varen is like, you probably shouldn't because I'm Black I'm Aja. Black Aja. Mic drop. If you want to see our reaction to that, uh, join the members or wait until Blue um, buys another house. Um, <laughs> Blue's like, every time I buy a house, I gift memberships. Those are very expensive memberships then. God damn. Yeah, and we don't get I'm any so of that. I'm so sorry. We, yeah, we that's need to go true. into real estate, sell houses to Blue, and then we'll make... Anyway. Mm. Um... So they have a really just, this whole conversation, it's hard to like talk about it on book club because it's hard to get into all of it. But it's it, this this is just like one of those scenes in a book where it's just two characters in a room. And we talk about this in the reaction, but it's just two characters in a room and it is as exciting as any combat has ever been yeah. in any of the series. Like this conversation has as much action in it as... Any battle sequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blue, fucking blue. You stop that. Did you buy another house? Did you wait a second? You got wait. another house? Can we have one? God damn it! That's so many houses. Uh, thank you, Blue, uh, for gifting all of those membos. Blue, thank you for. May you all enjoy twenty the audiobook reaction gifted membership. God damn. Intrepid Craig McGill, uh, Varen is Black Asha, you know, for science. Yeah, for, for, literally, for science. literally for science. That's that's my thoughts exactly. Thank you for thank that. Thank you so much for that super chat. chat. Uh, oh Arizu, thank you for that super chat. Hell um, yeah. I was surprised you managed to not cry. I cry every time and I cried listening to the chapter while watching your reaction. I did not find this sad. I did, but but the 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 information was so compelling that like I found it hard to I didn't really feel overly emotional about it. I was kind of just like, holy shit. I, yeah, I don't know. I found this to be so heroic. Yeah. And it wasn't sad to me. So basically what happens is Varen reveals that um, when she was younger, she was given the choice to either basically die or join the Black Aja. So she decided that the most interesting thing that she could do, and I would have done the same thing, is join the Black Aja to try and figure out what the fuck's going on in the Black Aja in order to stop the Black Aja. Yeah. Very cool, right? Yeah. Um, and the, we, we learn a lot here. And so I want to get into the, like the really important things. Yeah. Number one, uh, dark friends are allowed to betray each other, but not, um, the dark not one. Not the dark one. Uh, and if you're going to betray a forsaken, you have to have a really good fucking reason. Two, yes. uh, is in the white tower. Uh, she doesn't know who it is though, but she knows she's in the white tower. Yes. Uh, three, the dark one's plan is dumb. And doesn't exist. And Varen can't figure out what it is. Um, yeah, she's like, I have been here for so long and I still can't fucking figure out what he's trying to do. Uh, Father Juice, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Just like in TV, sometimes the best episodes are bottle episodes. That's true. Bottle episodes? I don't know what that is. A bottle episode is um, a term in television that doesn't really exist anymore uh, because streamers don't really have bottle episodes as much. Even though they should, uh, but it's basically where like um, a show, be- a show will take money from one episode and give it to another episode so that that episode can have bigger moments. And so, if the episode mm. that they took money from, they don't have the budget to do a lot of days, a lot of space. Gotcha. Um, and so they will write a whole episode that takes place in a room. 
So like anytime your favorite television show suddenly has all of its main characters trapped in a room and they have to figure out how why they're stuck there, the next episode cool probably yeah yeah, 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 gotcha. Um, okay, interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, I like that makes sense, but that term I just hadn't heard before. Very hey, Seller, cool. Haman, episode three of The Last of Us is not a bottle episode. That what? is a very expensive episode of television. Yeah, they've got a whole set for that. They built like a town. Yeah. Like the, the point of a bottle episode is specific. It, it, it does not mean that like it's a self-contained episode. A, a bottle episode is specifically an episode that takes place either in like one room or like very few locations or so that production no can save money for a future episode. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's fair. Yeah. It, huh. it, it's not that like it's a, it, it, it's a, its own thing. It is specifically that they did not have the resources and so it is a smaller. Yeah. The Fly and Breaking Bad is a great example of a bottle episode. Would yeah. you consider um, Heaven Sent a bottle episode then in Doctor Who? No. No, no, no. That that's that's different. Okay. I was just wondering. I don't know what the budget. It, anyways, doesn't matter. There's so um, much CGI in that. Like that's. Yeah. If it all took place in like on a set, I would agree with you. But there's so much CGI in Heaven Sent. Oh, Midnight is basically a bottle episode. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, that's that's fair. There's just a couple people and they're in one space the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's speci- it's it's specifically about like um saving money. Cool, for okay. Other yeah. Cool. All right. I learned something new today. That was very informative. Star Trek um, did it a lot with the holodeck. Yeah. There, there's a lot of episodes that take place in a location created by the holodeck where it's just Earth. Where they like go to, because they were like, we don't want to do any sci fi shit. So we're going to go to a like a tavern on Earth because it's just cheaper to shoot, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so ver- uh, more important things that we learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Varen has an entire list of dark uh, Black Aja. Yes. Yeah. Like full, full list of all, she thinks almost everybody is on that list, and there's over 200. Which is... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a thousand Aes Sedai, so... Yeah, like 20% of the Aes Sedai are Black Aja. Yeah. That's fucking wild. And, like, most of them are red. Yeah, of course they are. The reds shocking. Are, the reds are shitty people. Shocking, shocking. Uh, oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Did not find that to be very surprising at all. Uh, what... Is there anything else that we learned? I was here... I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The only letdown... I think for me in this mm-hmm. is that Varen wasn't this would have been a really nice time to get a little information about the last battle. Mm. This would have like to just to just to give us a little bit of direction for where the series is going. Because I, I do I, I do like it. I think that this is a very this is an incredible chapter. But even she says, yeah, the Dark One can't figure out what he wants, don't know what's going on and here, just, and I've tried my best. That, that the, the, the fact that the entire villain side of the equation of this series is a complete mystery still drags this whole series down a little bit for me. I'm enjoying this book a lot. I think it is very well written. It's exciting. There's great stuff happening. But this series, we're, we're like coming up on the end of book 12. There's two books left, and I still don't really... I, I am missing what the what they're fighting. And, and it leads to, like, our discussion about Rand earlier in this episode of, like, I, Rand also doesn't know what he's fighting. And so Rand is doing his best because, like, eh, you got to fight the Dark One at the last battle. And I, I, I just, I, 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 this would have been a really nice time to pepper, especially because this character dies. Yeah. Like, it would have been a really nice time to just get a little bit of something there. Did I guess twenty percent? I mean, that sounds like something that I would have said. the The White Tower is fucked. 
That's so funny. I love that you guessed it. Maybe I maybe I did. I'm not surprised. You always you always get it. Uh, no, I've definitely had some like way off predictions, but yeah. It it's it's one of those things where I said it because I'm like, it's probably this, but it's still like like you know, fathoming that is still something else in itself. Mm-hmm. I, I almost wonder if the last battle is going to be a completely is going to be just completely manufactured by Rand and that the Dark One doesn't even know what it is because it's Rand that's going to bring about the, the Tarmangaden by his own sure, actions. Sure, but, 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 but my problem is that, sure, it could be that. Maybe. It could be anything. And, like, we're, it's just, this this series is so long and it, it, it the, the anchor on it for me, because everything else is full sails ahead. The anchor on it for me right now is that the I the the central conflict of the series is something that we don't understand. I don't give a shit about. Yeah, like I care more about Min and Rain's relationship than I do his fight with the Dark One because I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's so amorphous and like the I we're twelve books in and I don't know if the Dark One is the devil or a person and he could be either. Or yeah, he could be the manifestation of evil in the minds of humans. But he can't be that. Why? Because then the Sanchen are evil. Like like. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. too much sin in this world for him to literally be that now. And, and so that's the where I'm just kind of like... The Dark One is the friends we made along the way. It's it's just one of those things where, like, I think that the, the thing that ties this whole series together could have been revealed here. And it would have been a great moment to reveal. A, j- j- not, not the whole thing, but just, like, give me a piece of that puzzle. But Varen being like, I've got no fucking clue what's going on. And I'm like, oh, well then, maybe the, does anybody? Like, does anybody know what we're doing? No? Okay. Maybe the Dark One is getting stronger because... The more that people embrace evil and, like, terrible things, the stronger the Dark One gets. And that there's, like, a threshold for the wheel to break. Like, the world can only handle so much, like, evil. Yeah. And so th- that the Dark One is literally the Dark One in in everyone. And that the Sanchen coming together with the people here and the fighting and the terrible things that people are doing to one another, that is the Dark One. Yeah, the, the tough thing about that is that we don't have any characters that are trying to counteract the evil in the hearts of man. Like, everybody True. is setting up for a literal battle with the Dark One. True. And so, if it's not a literal battle, then, like, the entire series is going to have to just very suddenly pivot in the last book into, like, being nice to one another. Which just doesn't feel like where this is headed. Yeah. There are literally no characters... Except Kat Swain says that she is, who are actively working to bring the way of the leaf to the world. <laughs> we haven't seen the Tuathan in so long, right? And so, I don't know, I just, this this would have been a great moment to drop in a little bit of a way to tie the reader into the premise. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I will agree with you there. Um, and sure. I, I just, honestly, like, I was a little disappointed by... Maybe that's why the Tinker's... When she says what they need, I mean, it probably is the song. But the Tinkers are so, like, against violence. That would be interesting, too. Like, it it would be cool. I just don't know how you, I don't know how you pivot the whole world to that in two books. Well, yeah, because the problem is that, like, the Tinkers are going to go stay with the Sanchen because the Sanchen will protect them even though the Sanchen are evil. Yeah. So it's like, can you really be a good person if you're relying on the protection of slavers and evil people? Uh, questionable. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Very uh, that's it. I, 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 I think this chapter is obviously incredible, right? I just, mm-hmm. the, the only thing is that I wish that, that it had a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, Varen uh, does reveal that her plan was to steal the oath rod, but it is missing because those other ladies have it. Uh, and so yes. unfortunately, her tea is going to, uh, her tea is going to kill her and she's going to die. Yeah. And she doesn't get up and leave. She's like, I'm going to, I'm going to die here. Well, and she doesn't and even make know this if... really hard for you to explain. Fair. She, uh, she doesn't know that the oath rod will work. And honestly, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that it would, uh, if I, I were to would. hazard a guess, at breaking the Dark One's oaths. Yeah, haven't they already done that with somebody? Breaking the Dark One's oaths? No. Not that I remember. The, no, they, they did that with one of the women that they found. Pavara, Pavara and her team didn't have, they have, No, like, they made them swear new oaths. Yeah, no, it's already happened. Yeah, no, they found they found a dark. They found someone who uh, a black Aja, and they used the oath rod to un to like undo her oath to the dark one, and it caused her like incredible physical pain. But she's still alive. Oh right. It like hurt. I it, just like, thought that, it hurt the fuck out of her. I but like they, they put, did do it. Yeah, I thought they put their own oath of obedience, which like kind of like overrode. Right. Yeah. Right. Glenn Peterson, thank you for that super chat. Right. Uh, such a big chapter reveal, and yet we're still hoping for more foreshadowing. Honestly, at this point, I'm not really hoping for foreshadowing. It's not foreshadowing I'm looking for. No, not foreshadowing. It's, it's stakes. A, a little bit of an explanation as to what the end of the book looks like. Like how, yeah, yeah. Just like a bit a bit of structure in that sense. I, um, I, 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 I just want stakes. And I, I don't know what the stakes of the last battle are. And so... It leads to our conversation about Rand earlier where you said, like, well, but the, it's burning a hole in the pattern. And I'm like, okay, but that doesn't mean anything to us. Like, I, like that doesn't, that can be, and because it can be anything, there's no limit on it. Yeah. We talked about this a lot in Attack on Titan where I was like, if, the, if none of these things have limits, then I don't give a shit. Because yeah. then the writer can just write whatever ending he wants. Yeah. Because I am not going into the ending understanding what is at stake. And right now, I just, I don't really know what's at stake. The Dark One wants to break the wheel, but that's so vague still that I, like, okay, is that, would that be a bad thing? I, I, I don't know. Like, I actually don't know if that would even be bad, right? Because. A world that exists without time? But is, but the wheel isn't time. The wheel is fate. So would breaking the wheel give everybody freedom? No, I thought the wheel was. The wheel of time. It's called the wheel of time. Yeah, but if it, if it's pulling everyone's patterns, w- would breaking the wheel get rid of Tavirin? And so random people, children won't die randomly when Rand walks by. Is that a bad thing? I I don't know, right? Like I I don't know what's at stake in this world. They 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 keep fighting against it, but like honestly, I don't know. Mm. And yeah. I would love to. I I would love to feel. I would love to feel in book twelve, right? I, I we've read like three and a half million words. I, yeah. I just would like to know what the stakes are. And yeah, I, I just yeah, kind of no. don't. Yeah, they, that's fair. And they go up and they go down. And sometimes the stakes are goofy, like moves are moving, moving around. And sometimes the stakes are like war and it's bad and it's harsh. Yeah. But like none of that really seems to be about the Dark One. Yeah. His agents all are incompetent. So like I don't really know how Rand loses the last battle because he kicks everybody's ass. Right? And so I, I don't know. I just That's why I think that Rand is the one who like actually brings about the last battle. Maybe. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do I do understand that, though. But, like, none of our characters know. And if Varen, who has been... Uh, Varen has been actively trying to find out for decades. Yeah. And she's like, nah, I've got no fucking clue what's going on. Uh-huh. It's just kind of like, okay, 
So it's just it, it's just more of that. Like it it can be anything. Yeah. Because there's there's no there's she nothing like there's nothing no pointing idea. us towards anything. Yeah. Except prophecies that say it's going to happen, so we know it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I just I don't know. I I, I would just like in moments like this to like ground the stakes in the world mm -hmm. rather than make them more amorphous. And that's yep. what this scene did for me is it made it more amorphous that it can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, uh, MJ Bull says you will get the answer when you get it. That's wow. I, okay. Well, we're in, we're, th we're in the end of book 12. I thought we would get like, the answer what, what, when what we didn't get it actually. That doesn't make any sense. That, what? Well, but that's what I mean. Like the, <laughs> We'll get the answer when we get it. Yes. I just I just hope it isn't that the like epilogue just gives the answer. That it's like this is what it is. This was the point the whole time. Fair. You no, I, I, mean? I think that's fair. Um A dance off. <laughs> Narafin. No, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my god. Uh James Ross, thank you for that. Super chat for the steak slash cake fund. Well steak fund. I think are we having steak? I guess we're having steak tonight. Chad has decided. We're having steak tonight. Let's go. Love steak. That's fucking cold. Um, so Varen uh, commits suicide, and it's very sad. Um, but I, I yeah, I it don't, is. I don't know. She's so old that I was like, I wasn't that sad. It, I she was lived like, her full life. You know? I was sad about it, but I wasn't like there. There was just so much going on that it was. It just felt like. I, I yeah I don't know I don't know I didn't like didn't feel like I had to cry. I don't Jonathan know. Spears, thank you for that super chat. Thank you. Catching up, I thought Jim Tan laundry. Was like some nice Asian Kai laundromat in Everything Everywhere All at Once. That is very funny. Uh, you know what? That's fair. That is absolutely fair. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, the Therese checks in, and Egwene is like, she went to sleep. I don't know. And Therese is like, well, d let her have your bed, but you have to stay in the room. And like, if I was Therese, I'd have been like, all right, we're going to move you to another room. And so she can sleep. Yeah, no, but Therese like is like, no, sit on that stool and stare at her while she's unconscious. <laughs> this scene is, this scene is very weird, but it's very funny because I just can't imagine not being like. There's so many. We know there's so many empty rooms in the novice wing. Yeah, like so many. And I'm like, you can't. Why? Why not just move her to another room while Vern sleeps? Why are we keeping her in there? And it allows for what it allows for. Yeah. But yeah. this this scene was very weird. <laughs> I just figured they didn't want to move Egwene because they didn't want it like. They didn't want someone to freak out because it seemed like Egwene had, like, disappeared, you know, when they go looking for her. Sure, but move her, like, down the hall, and then Teresa's still going to be in the hall, and be like, oh, no, she's in here, Varen's sleeping in there. Don't go in there. Yeah. Fair. The, yeah. It was just very, I was like, it, it allows for what it allows for plot-wise, and I understand it. Yeah. It was just, I was just kind of like, you're just going to leave her in there with someone who's unconscious? Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, we get a visit from Maidani. Um, or actually, we first get a visit from no, Nicola. First, no, no. First, uh, Egwene figures out that Sherry is a is a dark friend. No, does that happen after? No, no. This is like the first time she starts reading the book. She reads oh, the list okay, of okay, names. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, yeah, wow. There's sitters here. There's all these people. Narcissus, thank you for that super chat. Why are you steak. guys talking about steak? Thank you for the super chat. I I think because we said we're going on date night. All right, yeah. Maybe, which is fine, but look, I love steak. We will have steak and cake. I will have cake. You won't have cake. I can't have but cake. But Clarissa is no sugar right now. But I will, I will, we will post pictures of our steak and cake later. Thank you so much for all of the super chats. <laughs> Thank you um, so much, guys. What kind of, ooh, what kind of cake are we going to have? 
Well, are you going to have? I don't know. Are you just going to sit there and watch me eat cake? Yes, I can't eat cake. I don't know what you want from me. Guys, this is the worst date night ever. I'm sorry. Nerdy wanted more steaks in the book, so you get steaks and... Oh, <laughs> I... So stupid. I didn't catch that. Uh... I am so fucking dumb. Why do you listen to me talk about this book? I'm an idiot. I didn't get that either. Uh, oh I my god! Woo um, yeah. So right on there's a list. We did not recognize them. Some of them maybe are, but oh, um, Egwene is very surprised by Katarin. Yeah. I wish we hadn't known Shariam was dark by but by, by this, black, was a black Aja. I yeah yeah I think that's fair. It would have been a cool reveal in the in the, yeah. Okay. Uh, Blue, thank you for that super chat. Mmm, Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. We have to address something here. Oh. I laugh in this a lot. This is a very serious moment in the books, but I laugh a lot. Because there's just something about the fact that there's a section of this book where Egwene is sitting down being like, Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't trust this person because they were black. And I really wish they had written Aja every time. Because it, it got, like, comical. Especially listening to it, to have someone in my ear being like, I cannot believe this person was black the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of reminded me of, have you ever seen the movie Black Klansman? No. It's the story of this um, police officer who is investigating the KKK and he's a black man, but he pretends to be a white man to infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan to like figure out what they're doing. Well, and then he basically hires someone. He hires someone. To, this sure. is a true story. This actually happened. Oh, uh, okay. So someone. So he's on the phone pretending to be a white man, and then realizes he can't go to the meeting. So he like basically recruits someone to be him at the meetings. The white man. Huh. And so there was just a really there was a really funny element of this where I it was like how did uh, oh my god you guys didn't realize that she was black this whole time and obviously they're talking about their Aja but yeah. it's just the the. I, it gave some me the giggles. The, some of the phrasing was a little bit funny. Egwene yeah. couldn't believe that she was black yeah. this whole time. It's just, just like, like you couldn't believe Tuan was black, you know? Because I thought no one would be that like irresponsible with the writing, but uh, well, that yeah. Here we are. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Still not a fan of that. Uh, yeah. So then, yeah, Medani comes and visits. Um, and Egwene is like, yes, so uh, Varen is dead. But Zemian actually brings up a good point. Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely a Sanderson thing. Jordan didn't use black, red, etc. by itself so ubiquitously. I agree with that. It stood out. It stood out a lot more recently. It, it, it stands out more in um, uh, Sanderson's writing. Yeah. It is just It is just in this one. It's And this is the only scene where it stood out so much because there was so much of it. Yeah. But it, it, really, it really was funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I feel that. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, the Egwene is like, hey, Varen is here. She's dead. So, gonna need your, uh... Well, Nic no, Nicola shows up with soup. This is hilarious. Nicola oh, shows yeah. up with soup and is like, this is for Varen and not for you. And Egwene is like, I won't eat it unless she doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> because she's dead. Yeah. It was clever. No, it was. It's, you know, those oaths don't mean shit. Egwene hasn't taken them, so they don't mean anything anyway. But, yeah, um, I just mean, like... She's like, wow, it's so easy to lie without lying. So she drinks uh, the soup. Uh, and she finds a, uh, there's a, message. There's, a there's a, there's a little bottle a little in it. A little bottle in there that's like, wait. She's like, oh, Which is an unnecessary message. This I was, don't know what else she's supposed to do, yeah. This was such a dumb risk. Why? Because if, if they had found the message, they would have known that shit was up. And the message is not helpful in any way. 
what, what Egwene wasn't going to do. Egwene cannot do anything but wait. So risking this message was so stupid. I'm sorry, but the Aes Sedai are not thinking. Egwene's not going anywhere. She's stuck. She's going to wait. Why would you risk it? Why would you take the chance that Therese finds out about it? Maybe they thought Egwene heard that, like, Sylviana stood up for her and was going to, like, you know, fight her way to, like, the hall. I don't know. She she was, what, going to, like, get into a fist fight? She was going to yeah. try and, like, punch her way through the tower? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, like, I, 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 yeah, I was just a little disappointed. It didn't, um. Yeah. The message was, did she trust Varen? That's not what the message, it just no, says the, wait. the message says wait. Nicola comes in and is like, do we trust Varen? And Egwene is like, yes. Yeah, but and the so message in the bottle just says the, wait. Yeah, because Varen would have eaten the soup if she was, like, awake and then given the message to Egwene because Egwene trusts Varen. Yes. Yeah. Michael Kioski says the message meant wait to eat this hot soup. But you have to already eat it to get the message. No, no, no. She she fishes the message out first. Yeah, yeah, no, I what? guess. I guess. The soup is very hot. You have to wait for it to cool down. One word messages are not good messages. Fair. Especially in this case. Unless it's like actually important. But no, this 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 just felt like unnecessary risk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Um, all right. So Madani shows up mm-hmm. and Madani uh reveals some stuff. And Egwene's like, well, why do you know that? And Madani's like, because... Or, no, Egwene's like, why'd they let you through? And Madani's like, well, because Elena and I have sex, so it gives me privileges in the tower, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's pretty much it, yeah. Um. Oh, Michael's was a joke. I thought you meant lit... Oh, my God. Guys, I am not on it today. Also, we're at 220. This is going to be a long book club. 20? Yeah, it's two hours and 20 minutes in. Oopsie. And we haven't gotten to the Battle of the White Tower. Nobody saw that coming. Uh... Fuck. Guys, that is it's, so it's your much. fault for that incredible Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy joke. Oh. It delayed us by like five minutes. You're right, you're right. Tad you're Duncan, right. thanks for joining the Nargs. Uh, Tad, welcome to the nerd table. It's going to be a long you. one. It's going to be a long one, kids. Um, buckle up. Buckle up. Um, Put your seatbelts on. We're not turning this car around until we get to the White Tower. Oh, wait, we're in the White Tower. Fuck. Oh, wait a second. Um, yeah, so Madani's like, yeah, I can be here because I have sex with Aleda. And she's like, okay, yeah, that checks out, I guess. Um, and Egwene's yeah. like, you need to help me get rid of this body. Also, Alviarin, Black Aja. Yeah. So, you know, maybe go uh, chat with her with the Oathrod. That'll be a fun time. Um, also, uh, take Varen's body and dispose of it. And Madani's yeah. like, how? And Egwene's like, I don't have time to deal with this, Madani. Egwene is like, here, it's traveling. <laughs> Wait. No, she's fork-rooted. How does she do the traveling again? She doesn't. She's already she taught Megani how to travel. It. She explains it No, Megani knows how to travel. Does she? Yeah, Megani oh, already... Oh, because they traveled last time. Yeah, she taught her out in her room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot that... No, no, you're talking about the next thing. The next time she was traveling in front of... Um, What's uh, her face? Green, green Battle League. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, deal with this body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Egwene uh, then uh, goes... Uh, okay... Uh, I need to go to bed. Um, I, I, I do want to call it really quickly. I do like that Egwene was smart enough to be like, channel something else first so that they don't think that traveling's happening here because I really need Aleda to not see, see traveling. Waves. No. Weaves. Waves. Yeah, because she doesn't know that Aleda has traveling at this point, right? She, no, she does not. Or no, she knows Aleda does, but not that everyone else does. I don't know. I know the salad barbarians know that Aleda has traveling. I guess Suan would have told her yeah. that. 
So, um, yeah. And so she goes to tell her in Riyadh uh, to talk to Swan. And uh, she's like, hey, Swan, uh, you've got to go find Shariam in the mines of Moria because that's where the Black Aja is. And uh, Swan is like, they call it a mine. A mine! Wow. You know what? I, I'm proud of you for, like, finagling that somehow. I did barely, barely got it It in barely worked, but I appreciate the effort. But then Egwene is woken up, and she's like, what the fuck? What, what's happening? And Nicholas like, got blood, and she's like, we went all saving Private Ryan on this shit. We need your help. We're under attack! It's Tarman Gaiden! Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not Tarman Gaiden. It's the fucking Sanchin. And yeah, because she called next- it. Chapter. She had a fucking vision about this chapter. Egwene is the Claris Polaris of the White Tower. Yes, I am a dreamer. I dream things. I don't. What's it like? What are dreams? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Because you sometimes in your dreams you're like aware that you're dreaming and sometimes you're like not. And you're like, oh, and then you wake up and you're like, that was a dream. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I like want to dream. A dream sounds so interesting. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. It is It is one of those weird things that, like, everybody shares that I have no, have no like, concept of. Like, I don't even yeah. know how to imagine it. It's weird. Because it's like this, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, you're, you're, it's better off. It, it doesn't it? matter. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not one thing, it's, it's not something that, like, Makes a difference in your life, except when it's negative and you wake up and you're like, ah. So it's kind of better, like, to not, in my opinion. Fair. Like, I will go through periods of, like, I dream a lot over the course of a few weeks for some reason. And then I don't dream at all for, like, weeks. It, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like being asexual listening to Smut Corner. <laughs> oh, I love it. I feel like the, the like, 10% of people leave the Smut Corner. I feel like a lot of asexuals are in that group. Probably. They're like, ah, this doesn't mean anything for me. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't work. Um, Jalen Bennett says, dreams help with creativity. That must be why my creative career is just faltering. Yeah, we don't do anything creative. Not a very creative person, y'all. No, No. certainly not. Yeah. No, definitely. Couldn't be us. Uh, Yeah, I've just never dreamed. And granted, like, my brain chemistry probably, it's not normal. I know that. I have an atypical... I'm, I'm sure some scientists would study me and, like, get a lot out of it. You are neurodivergent. Sure. That's the term for it. Yeah. We are not normal. Yay. Wow. That was... There we go. That's we better. Go. That's better. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, the tower is under attack because Egwene said it was going to happen and no one fucking believed her. LKH says, uh, GRRM also doesn't dream. That's why we can never get a dream of spring. Roasted. Boom! Uh, I'm roasted. Got him. Swan wakes up in Gareth Bryn's camp uh, and is like, Bryn. No, Brian, it's fucking, no. Uh, Egwene's in danger. We gotta go. And Bryn's like, are you sure? And uh, she's like, fuck, okay. Uh, uh, sure, we're, I guess we're, we're going. Um, yeah, they like, they, they fight about it. Swan is like, I'm gonna go rescue Egwene. And Gareth is like, you know you made an oath not to. And she's like, yeah, fuck it. And Gareth is like, wow, you you just break a lot of oaths all the time. And Swan doesn't like that because she thinks that the, like, you know, the oath rod and the the three oaths and stuff are, like, very important Mm -hmm. when she needs them to be. Uh, So Swan is like, fine, I'm going to go get someone who will help me. Yeah, Swan is is bending the oaths here in a way that, uh, once again, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, And then we go back to Egwene. Um, and Egwene is with Nicola, and... Nicola. 
every time. Nicola. Uh, yeah, she's like, wow. Don't there's... listen to the Kinky Boots soundtrack. You'll never be able to hear the word Nicola the same way again. No, yeah. Uh, it's. I've never seen the show, but it seems like fun. It's a br- it's a blast. But the grand- song, there's a whole song That's where Annalie Ashford says Nicola very funny for like three and a half minutes, and it changes that name forever. Yeah. My my aunt or my grandma saw it and was like their accents were terrible because she's from England. Um, wow, she's from jolly old London, huh? Sure, that she does not. Is do she like having that. a good time in jolly old London? <laughs> um, yeah. So there's like racking and toe racking. She's like, wow, there's these big flappy birds outside. Yeah, she and looks like, outside oh, and she's rocking. like, oh my god, it's Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster. Why? Why? Why do you keep making that joke? Because rocking. And it's a great roller coaster. Ride America. Go to go it to is Disney. A great roller coaster. You know what doesn't happen there? Balefire. Um so Well, that's not true. No one dies in Disney. They just take you outside of Disney. That's true. <laughs> they carry you to the legal limit. And then yeah, you die there. And then you're pronounced dead. Um Yeah. No one dies at Disney. Anyways, Egwene is like Except for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Wow. Wow, 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 The wow, death wow. of a hotel. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Egwene is like, wow, the novices are not going to be easy pickings. I'm going to protect you. Um, and so she teaches them how to form circles. Why, yeah. Why are you looking at me like I that? I just appreciate you keeping the show somewhat on the rails today as I almost intentionally attempt to destroy it. I feel like I am trying to drive the bus off the cliff. Uh, and much like a Fast and the Furious movie, you are keeping us on the road. I'm sorry. Nobody stays on the road in the Fast and Furious Fair. movies. That's fair. I am, I am, I am the voice of reason that is, you know, like, you know, like fast, like one or maybe like five and you are fast nine. I'm Tokyo drifting through this show. Well, Tokyo drift actually made sense. That's how like the drifting works, I guess. <gasps> Monkey, hello. Happy lunch break. Um, Appreciate you. Um, Ryan, and Clarence did just Ryan George this. We do, we do like Ryan George. Follow him. Ryan? He makes. Oh. Wow. 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 The wow. pitch meetings. Yes. Didn't know his name. Now I know his name. Yeah. Thank you for that. Very funny man. Um, yeah, so they're going to learn how to circle up. Yeah, this was incredible. I love this scene so much. I think that um, really like paying off the trust that she has built off with the novices throughout this way. Very cool. Tower Starline. Yeah. Really well done. I, I think that Egwene has just come into her own in a way here that like is fascinating. Monkey, unlucky thirteen. Thank you for being an arg. Gross. Ew. Get out of here. It really like the, this whole sequence with the White Tower is so good. The the yeah. different perspectives, the the way some I said I fail, and well, the ones who succeed, and why the ones who are succeeding are succeeding. Yeah. And the way the, and how woefully unprepared they are. Their perspective of Egwene has already shifted, but like that, this like cements this idea of her. It really gives her this like almost like Joan of Arc level like mythic quality yeah because this is this is where Egwene rises above just being oh she's really competent and maybe she's right to oh like she kind of becomes a story here yes and there's nothing more powerful than people who become stories Egwene is about to be fucking tied to the horn of Valir you know? yeah, yeah yeah like that's the what level this is because she she teaches them to circle they go they travel they get the the, the flute flute the really really powerful thingy which yeah. Which she, Can you imagine how powerful Ron Burgundy would be if he had that flute? If he could play jazz flute with uh-huh. that? Or Lizzo. You know? Lizzo with Wait, the, I want the Lizzo. fluted... Sorry. I want Lizzo to play... Because they use that flute. It's the same flute that they use to cure Matt. Um, oh! And now I want Lizzo to be one of the Aes Sedai using uh, the flute to cure Matt. Yes! Just, just, as like a, just as like a cameo Aes Sedai for that scene, just have Lizzo play the, the magic Tarongrill flute to cure Matt. 
Hundred percent. Yes. Let's go. I would like Lizzo to be in the Wheel of Time. A thousand percent. That would bring me so much joy. Corey says um, it's not a flute. It's yeah. It's what a, do you mean? It's a, it's literally called the flute. No, it's a fluted wand. That's a flute. <laughs> what what do you think a flute is? A, it's if it's a fluted wand, it's a flute. I I I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't. The fuck does fluted mean? Twisted. It's fluted for oh, her pleasure. It's a dildo. <laughs> oh, it's like the red oh. rod, but it's the different, the very powerful one. Fluting is a design. Wait, Google fluted rod. Okay, what the fuck is a fluted rod? I'm upset now. No, I thought it was a flute. It's canon. That's a flute. Fluted wand. It's that's that's canon. I'm sorry. What? Magic wand. Oh, it's a literal fucking. It's just a wand. No, it's a flute. Uh, no, it's a flute. Fuck that flute. shit. No, it's, it's a, a flute. flute. And Lizzo, no, 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 Lizzo no. plays it. Chat, you're all fucking wrong. It's a yeah. it's a literal flute, and Lizzo's gonna play it to cure Matt. And I just need you all to fucking get off your high horse and realize that you've been wrong this whole goddamn time. It's a flute. Wait, is it Monkey's birthday? No way. I'm sorry. Wait, did I miss something? Guys, it's a four-hour show. Get ready. Buckle up. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. We told you at the beginning of this episode to buckle your seatbelts. Wait, wait, wait. Did you mean birthday as in like 13 months membership? Or is it your actual birthday? I'm sorry. Did I miss something? It's not in the birthdays channel. It's your fucking birthday? All right, chat. We got to buy Monkey another cake. We gotta, we're got we getting Monkey another cake. Uh, thank you for all your generous donations to the cake slash um, steak fund. The other mods are going to be really pissed because Monkey's getting two cakes before anyone else gets one. Well, we did take Takuna for, for dinner. We took Fabu for dinner. We, we took, took Alan for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Matrix, the only, Matrix is the only one who gets to be upset. Matrix, yeah. We'll, we'll get you. Michael Kiyosi, we'll give us money to Monkey. We will buy Monkey a cake. We will get... Monkey Again. cake. I will probably maybe not go to the place that I did last time, or I just won't get like a custom. Blue, one. thank you for supporting the cake Monkey fun. Cake Fund. Happy birthday, Monkey! Happy birthday! Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I feel like a terrible person. Uh, you guys suck. Happy birthday! Took you for dinner too. Yeah, it's sure. That is, monkey, we're trying to make a case where we're not giving you special treatment. Okay, stop yeah. helping the. It's fine. You deserve. The cake. mods are mad. Okay. You deserve. Cake, okay, cake. The show is a disaster. Why is it a disaster? Are you having fun? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Arzu, thank you for the, the money for the cake Thank fund. you for the cake fun. Last week and this week, what happened to us? I think that it's where, I think that I'm just having so much fun with the books. We're jazzed again. I We're just like wanna, into I, it. Like, yeah, I'm just like feeling it. I just want to talk Wheel of Time because it's so good. We vibing. I think that's what it is. Straight vibing. I think that during the slog, this show was hard. It was yes. hard to like want to talk about it. Yeah. But right now I'm like, I don't care how long the show is. This I'm having a good time. And I think there are people in chat who are like, no, it's too long. I don't And I'm like, watch it in chunks throughout the week. I don't fucking know what to tell you. I'm having a good time. Michael Kiyosi, thank you for the five dollars. I will give that to Dakuna next time we see them. We want to visit Amsterdam yeah. at some point, you know? We'll buy Dakuna five dollars worth of weed in Amsterdam. Of weed? I don't know if Dakuna Dakuna, do you smoke weed? <laughs> he lives in Amsterdam. I think legally he has to. You have to. Yeah, I think there's like a minimum required. minimum consumption in Amsterdam. Uh, ah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, thank you for your delightful contributions. We will keep track of the mod funds. Okay, 
Oh my God! Why cross? Make, make it a fruit cake. Fruit cake. <laughs> let's let's. I, you know what? I will send a cake with a picture of a flute on it. Do you like ice cream cake, monkey, or do you prefer like normal cake? Because I'm sure uh, Dairy Queen would put a flute on a cake for me. We'll send her an ice cream cake. <laughs> All right. Uh, why cross? Thank you for that. Let's let's chat. make let's make our cake order off stream. Uh, for now, yes. we're going to get into how. Um, uh, I like that Egwene looks outside and is like, okay, those are rocking, but those are definitely toe rocking. She pays attention. Yeah, smart. Big brain. She's very smart. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she rallies. She gets the fluted wand, which is not a, I, this, that, it's a flute. Anything but um, fruitcake. Okay, noted. And, uh, it's, it's time to, it's time to, like, I, I did appreciate the moment where they're like, are you leaving us? And she's like, no, I'm, no, no, it's okay. I'll be, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm are not even leaving the away? building. No. I'm not leaving the building. No, don't worry. Y'all. It's fucking yes. game time. It's like it's like uh, ter- uh, Arnold at the end of Terminator when he's like rips his shirt and he's like, it's time to actually do this. And he puts on the war paint and it's just Arnold against the ter- Predator. Yes. Yes. Uh, great movie. Watch Predator. It's mm-hmm. really fucking good. It's not as good as Prey. Prey is probably the best Predator movie. Uh, Amber Midthunder, you fucking crushed it. But um, yeah, we cut back to Swan. Swan. Swan uh, goes to Gawain. Gawain bursts out of his tent. And they're like, we're going to go get Egwene. And Gawain's like, fucking finally. Yeah. And Swan is like, get me a horse. The meekest horse you can find. And uh, Gawain shows up with fucking Bella. Meanwhile, Brynn is like, look, I'm not letting you do this. And mm-hmm. Swan's like, well, I'm going anyway. And he's like, well, then make me a warder. And she's like, oh, my God. I can't miss this opportunity. Um... Yeah, this got so horny so fast. So fast because they realize they're horny for each other because they can feel their feelings for each other, yeah. and they're like, "Wow, this is about to be really fucking embarrassing." And I liked, I liked Bryn's point of view here. I, I liked his commitment to like Swan. I liked the, I honestly like this was such a fabulous payoff to the length of this story. Yeah, I, I really did. I, I thought this was handled so well, and um, yeah, I, I, I really appreciated what Swan's like emotional journey throughout this was it just and was her mention like of Alric. once the like great moment happened yeah the moment where she's like i don't she's know like, if i'm ready for this I again i hadn't even like considered it and then it gets horny so fast so fast mm-hmm. like and Bryn's like i'm gonna do you're you're gonna do something indecent to me later for this and i was like well, why are you guys they're yeah they're about do you need to, to fuck, fuck before we leave yeah, so yeah. that you don't like bring this energy into the battle like calm yeah. down they can here's the thing though though they shouldn't fuck beforehand because they're like we have to make it through this alive so that we can have sex afterwards if one of them mm, dies yeah, they, yeah, yeah. you know that's so unsatisfactory but if they both make it through alive well no but if one of them if only one of them dies then that would be very then the other's going to want to die too that's how this works yeah but so they're like, gonna they die should fuck horny. first so that they at least die having experienced sex together. Mm, maybe. Right? I don't know. I think it's motivation. You know, character motivation. Oh, like if I, I'm not, I can't die. I haven't boned down. I, yeah, we haven't okay. had sex before. Also, uh, isn't there right. a weird thing about men's testosterone levels if they have sex? If they don't have sex, No, that's like, some like sports bullshit where they're like, don't fuck on but the night before the big game. That's that. That's like super I was sickening. like, is that pseudoscience? Because I've definitely yeah. like heard that before, but I don't know that there's yeah. anything behind there's, it. There's, there have been studies on whether or not men perform the day after they have sex, and they've all come back. Because there was an episode of Glee about that, right? Yeah. Where Sam is like super sexy and J-Lo is like, I need to fuck him because he ha- he's a virgin. J-Lo? Isn't it J-Lo? Isn't she the like, choir, the casting? Wait, Jennifer Lopez is in Glee. Wasn't it J Lo? I don't remember that at all. 
I, I thought that that's who it was, and now I'm gonna have to Google it. But yeah, the uh, amount of the, the amount of testosterone um, released in your body, uh, it's 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 not it's not enough to make a big enough deal. Uh, I can't find any pictures, so maybe it's not. But like, I swear to God, it was J Lo. Maybe it's somebody else. J Lo Glee character. <laughs> I need to know. Who's watched Glee? Oh yeah, confirmed for Glee. Oh yeah, I guess she. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I can't believe Jayla was in. I I, I, yeah, can't I blocked you that didn't out. Realize. No, I I just she blocked gets it out. She for Sam. Because he's a virgin. Remember? I, no, I've completely forgotten that. Yeah, she gets all. I feel up like we should that. react to Glee. We couldn't because of all the music, but yeah, yeah I think yeah, it'd be yeah. fun to be reminded of how insane that show was. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it it was Jayla. That's crazy. But yeah, no, sex the night before big game does not change anything about your performance in that okay. game. I just, I wasn't um, sure if that was like legit or not. Maybe sex five minutes before would, but like not like the night before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, they, they, they bond. Uh, they, I, I, I didn't realize that Swan was not strong enough to make a gateway anymore, which was really interesting to learn in this chapter. Yeah. Uh, cause I was like, why are, why are they taking a boat? And it's cause Swan doesn't want to bring any other I said in. And since being stilled, Swan can't make a gateway. And, yeah. um, I had just like never thought about it cause these characters have always been around so many women who can make gateways that like who is making the gateways just isn't brought up. Yeah. And so this reveal, and not that it's like a reveal, but like the reveal to me, um, contextualized, like just how much Swan, how much harder Swan has to work for any respect here. Um, and um, it gave me a lot of respect for her character and a lot of admiration for how hard she works. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. You, you know, she, she's, she has been through a lot. She's a very interesting character. Narcissus says, during the game definitely affects performance. That's, yeah, I can see why that. Just between, just between overtimes. That's what it should be. That would make the, oh my God, that would make the hockey playoffs so much more interesting if, all every all the guys have to jack off between each it, when it goes overtime between each overtime. What if you can't do it? What if you can't come? Then you can't go back on the ice. That would be so embarrassing. Why is number five not back out on the ice? He's uh, still backstage, just like oh, he's still just trying it. to finish it off. He's trying so hard. They're in like overtime six, and the guys are like, "My dick is falling off." It hurts Somebody so bad. score a goal. I hate that. I hate all of that. That was that um, early smut corner for you all. Um, and the entire NHL is just jerking off between overtime. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so they get some troops to accompany them, and they're gonna go save the day, yeah. or they're gonna fuck shit up, depending on your uh, view or what happens after this. Because um, Brynn is also does what has happened so many times in this uh, series of the like, I'll tell you what my other demand is at a later date, and Swan's like, whatever. It's gonna be sure. some like deep throating bullshit. You know what I mean? He's gonna be like, I, I have this specific kink. You know, Spe- deep throating is not bullshit. It's an art form. <laughs> Do not disrespect the art of deep throating. Sorry, my bad. Didn't mean to throw shade. I just mean it's going to be some like kinky thing. Gareth Bryan is like, I can only get off if you like caress my pinky toe and tickle my knee at the same time. And this is my Gareth has a highly specific kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. And like Morgase was the only one who, who, who like, no, she was the one who unlocked it actually. And now he can't get off without that like specific. Oh kink. no, he can't get off without thinking of Morgase. It's such a weird thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, anyways, sorry. Oh. Early smug corner, guys. We came too early. I apologize. Uh, so we move POVs over uh, to Adelorna, who is the head of the green. She's the great general captain person. Uh, 
<laughs> I didn't think it was that funny, but I'll take the compliment. Thank you. Um, and Adelorna um, is having a rough go of things, okay? He's laughing and her warder is dead. Like, this is rude. Do you see the disrespect, chat? The fucking disrespect. <laughs> I can't recover. I know how to get out of this. I'm spiraling so hard. It's going to be okay. Shh. Why is our book club so much okay. funnier than Ant-Man and the Wasp was? Wow. <laughs> fired. Fired. It's also not that much longer. Um, oh, my God. I'm sober, too. This is crazy. It's the leftover. No, there's no leftover. I know. I'm just teasing. I'm, this has been a very, this has been a, I'm, thank you. This, look, chat, I'm glad you all are here, but this, this book club is really just for my wife to entertain me. And she's doing a great job today. You're really crushing it. Thank you. I'm having a great time. Me too. This is going to be our longest, this having is without a, a doubt going to be our longest episode. Having a good time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Uh-huh. I'm on fire today. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Adelorna, uh, one warder is wounded, what, wound, wounded. <laughs> You know what? I, that was unintentional, but uh, I'll take it. Uh, one warder is wounded, and the other is with him, and the other one is straight out dead. Um, oh, it's so sad. It's very sad. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how we got here. Uh, I don't know how we stopped. So it. sorry. Save me from this. I got you. Um, there's also a dead ice to die. Dead ice to die everywhere. The greens very useless. Turns out the battleaja have no experience with battle. I love that even the battleaja lady's like, what? We we've been so pompous about this our whole lives and we're so useless. We suck so hard. Why are we so bad at this? Yeah yeah pretty much. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> I did. I did appreciate that. I did love that she's like, oh my god, my life's work with a, was waste, and she's not even like some green. She's the she's green, the general captain head honcho person. And then this nineteen-year-old walks in and is like, <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> so I started blasting. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and this green uh, woman is like. <sighs> Well, yeah, you're you're clearly the Armorlin because you're better than all of us at everything. Uh, Matt Stagger, thank you for that super chat. Nerdy Secretly doesn't oh want to see Fast 10. No, I want to see oh, it so bad. We're going to go. Trust guys, me, you don't that's... understand. I'm all about family. Guys, that movie's not till 4. Book Club can technically go until 3.30. Yeah. Um, it, well, also, the Fast franchise is one of my favorite movie franchises. Yeah, you have terrible taste. I'm sorry. Why? There's, um, there, the, look, there, there is a, it is hard to find a better theater experience than the first time you see whatever dumb shit they came up with for a Fast movie. I None of them saw are... Fast 9 in theaters with you, and I did not have... I didn't love Fast 9, that's true. But, like, look, there are two good Fast movies. One and five. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Five, 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 is, five is the the, the, yeah. the vault. One yeah. and five are good. Are legitimately good movies. Good movies. And then the rest good are movies. some of the best times I've had in a movie theater. I am happy for you. Uh, and so, uh, Adelona almost gets, like, collared and taken away. Mm-hmm. There's some fucking creepy soldat who's like, yes, you will, this is your new name, you'll be very good domain. Oh, and I was like, fucking, yeah, civvy. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Egwene is like, not on my watch, motherfucker, and just fucking nukes them all. Um, and Adelona's like, wow, um, thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm gonna try and tell you what to do now. And Egwene is like, shut the fuck up. I'm the Amarillan seat. You call me mother. This is what the plan is. Now hop to it. 
And Adalorn is like, well, yes, and I, yes, I just, Mother. I love the Egwene's uh, plan here is so fucking smart. Yeah. By because the the Sanchin aren't actively shielding the the collars because they view them as this like in this complete ring that doesn't come off. And so she's literally using the like blind side, uh, the, the 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 like hole in their arrogance. Yeah. To hit the collars first because the domain. The, the the ones who have been trained yeah. are so fucking it's ingrained in them not to channel without it so deeply that like they just stop they 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 they, they shut stop. down yeah, turn off yeah uh, and so Egwene like Egwene isn't just using the power of the fluted rod uh, Ro- Brandon Sanderson really sets up how she is using a tactical mind throughout this whole thing to win this fight both tactically and through raw strength. Like, it isn't just, Egwene gets the rod, and then she just boom, 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 wins, right? Egwene gets the rod and continues to use her brain. Yes. And I love that. I love so much yes. when when characters are smart. And it, it is just, it's fucking rad. This, this sequence is so good. And seeing Egwene, I, I kind of wanted more of this from Egwene's POV when I was listening to it. Yeah. But in hindsight, seeing the leader of the green Aja, the battle bitch... Look at Egwene and the be like... The battle bitch. That's her new official title. The battle title. bitch. The battle bitch. Let's um, go. Seeing her look at... Seeing this through her eyes, I think is actually a better way to show Egwene's growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, it's so yes. good. This scene, this scene is... This scene... like, And you can watch our whole... Well, there's a whole hour-long reaction to it where I'm in awe of it. Like, this scene is so good. Yeah. And Egwene... You know, Egwene really shows that all of that respect that she's earned was valid here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. And then I, she's I like, agree. "I am your mother. Call yes. me mommy." Yes, you listen to me. Um, yeah, it's it's so fucking good. Well, and it leads up to the like, you you didn't run away, and she's like, "I wouldn't be fleeing. I would be abandoning you." Yeah, I I'm am not, the Emerald Sea. I I am the Emerald Sea. And it's a it's a it's an S tier Gwen moment. S fucking tier, like just yeah. yeah, God, so so good, so good. Uh, we get to chapter forty one. A fount of power. Which um, I was a word I've never heard the word fount used before, so that was yeah, a new one for me. That was new, actually. Um, I understand it conceptually, but yeah, it was just surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, the chapter icon for this is a bull because Gawain and Swan uh charge in like bulls and they ruin everything by being dum dums. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah, we get Gawain's point of view. Um, and they're on the boats. I'm on a boat, and it's going fast, and I got a nautical theme Pashmina Afghan. And, uh... So I'm on a boat, motherfucker! Don't you ever forget! Uh... <laughs> <Can you laughs> that's the song! That's, that's the, the song. song! No, 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 no. Uh, no, the song is clearly... This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow! And all the plants are like... Pirates so brave. Yeah. On the seven seas. Nice. Michael Bolton, uh, follow him on TikTok. He's so funny. Oh, really? He started posting on TikTok recently, and he's just trolling and, like, making dumb. His videos are, like, I gotta follow him. Dumb. But they're so good. I love it. Oh, it's brilliant. I love some dumb shit. We gotta do more dumb shit online. Yeah, there's a great, there's a great, um, Tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Nice. um, uh, TikTok that nice. is very funny. I love it. Uh, so uh, yeah, Swan is um, so Bryn pulls out 
the tabards of the White Tower. Yeah. And Swan is like, this is indecent. And I'm and and this goes back to and Gareth is like, shut the fuck up. I know that people there's gonna be comments about how I harped on the naive thing for too long. But this goes back to the same thing. Yeah. Where like there's a man who comes up with a completely reasonable plan yeah. to get in without having to kill everyone. Yeah. And the the woman in the boat is like, no, that isn't right. Okay, Swan, what was your fucking plan? Yeah. Yeah. What, we just stab everybody on the way in? Yeah. Like, like, it, and it's it's the same thing again. And I'm just like, Swan, like, this is literally, like, the easiest, simplest thing to, like, not be a pain yeah. in the ass about. Yeah, and I Brynn, was like, all right, there's not, not necessary. Gareth Bryan is being a fucking general here. Yep. The thing that you hired him to do, and you're just, like, respectability politicsing him for it. Yep. And I'm like, now's not the time. We need this shit. Yep. Get over yourself. This is war. Yeah, I said I all need to fucking get over themselves because they're Sparta. exhausting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like a silly moment. I was like, I don't need. I know, but it's yeah. it's it's always from the perspective of a woman. Every time. Yep. Every time. Uh, and so, yeah, so they, they've got a plan, which is actually, like, cool to see. So they're 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 doing the thing. Yeah, because um, Gareth Bryan is a fucking G. Brian, he's some good. He's Capital some, G Gareth. He's a good boy. And he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't want to kill people. Like, uh, the thing yeah. that I appreciate about what Brian, Brian bringing out the tabards is him being like, hey, we can actually do this without having to kill both sides. Yep. Right? thousand percent. And, like, she's like, well, it's not right. Yeah. Okay, then fucking murder all of the, your future allies. I don't know what mm-hmm. to tell you, Swan. Mm-hmm. Use your brain. Use your brain, Swan. You know what we should start doing? We should start clipping book club bits and putting them on Twitter. Some people are missing out on... On our... Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Why we... Twitter? We need to we need to show people on Twitter of time how fucking chaotic book club can be, you know? No, then they won't show up to watch it. What? No, I mean like little clips to be like, have you seen the nerdy wordy book club? This show is four hours long. Do you know how hard it is to edit? If you clip anything from this, send me the link. <laughs> if you if ever you have timestamps for funny moments, let us know. If you ever if you ever <laughs> clip anything, you can send me the link. Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, guys, we're just trying to <laughs> grow here. Social media is the only way to do that. <laughs> we're trying to grow. Look, we're we're not really trying to grow the book club. We're in book no. twelve. I, yeah, I think nobody's who... nobody's joining on now. We yeah. found the people who are going to watch the show. We'll yeah, start. We'll start trying to grow when we move into like the Cosmere or expand whatever we do next. Yeah, no, that's fair. nobody's that's nobody's joining joining in for book twelve. That's fair. Are we going to do Smut Corner for our next like book? Yeah, it's my corner's part of the show. Okay. We need more segments for what the if it's book. What if it's not a horn? Maybe structure. Maybe after the Wheel of Time, we'll, we'll add structure to the show. No, not okay. in this economy. Never mind. Never. <laughs> uh, so anyways, we move over to uh, Sean's point of view. One of the Sean's. Sean's with an R. Uh, and Sean is, uh, trying to figure some shit out. You're just gonna stare at me this whole time? That's fucking weird. What a weirdo. Um, and is, uh, you know, trying to, trying to get some order established. (laughs) Thank you, Chet. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll be here every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, except when we take breaks. (laughs) Please do Smut Corner for Mistborn. Sure. Are we doing Mistborn? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, you asked for structure. The structure is this economy is in every episode. Mm-hmm. 
So Sean uh, is um, doing a good job, or, like legitimately doing She's a good job. She's trying her best, yeah. you know? She doesn't have a lot of information. The The tower is not set up for this kind of raid. Yeah. But she's 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 doing her fucking best. Um, um, but she's pushing uh, Captain Chubane. Um, yes. Uh, to, she pushes him to get healed. She's like, dude, like if you fucking die because you're a big man, don't fuck, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just go get healed. Uh, and so she's actually like, she's holding down the fort. It seems like they're they've kind of like chosen the lobby as sort of their like fighting spot for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's leading that from um, this like command center. Uh, and then Katarn walks in and is like, this is my command center now. We're going to spread our forces out and fight in every hallway. And, and Saren's like... No, no, you fucking idiot. You're dumb. You you think you're higher than a sitter? You're just the mistress of novices, bitch. Yeah. And Katarn is like... But Katarn <laughs> is black. Uh, Asha. Is, yes, is black Asha. Um, who the fuck is... I know. Every time we do fucking Guys, book club, they do something. They've outside. been doing construction for weeks. For on the on these roofs for weeks. Weeks. And like sometimes they're like hammering on our roof directly above our bedroom at like eight o'clock in the morning, and we're yeah. like, why? Yeah, literally ripping the tiles off. Uh, the, our roof was fine all winter. Why are why are you? Yeah. Anyways. And we don't own, so like we have no say, and yeah. so it's just it's and like there's literally an outhouse on our front lawn right now. No yeah. joke. There's like a legitimate outhouse on our our front lawn. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Katarin sucks, uh, uh, and sa- sa- thank God Saren shouts her down. Yeah, yeah, Saren is like, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Chubin is like, oh, it looks like there's another rallying point upstairs. Well, no, there's just suddenly explosions. Yeah. And they're like, boom, 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 And they're boom. like, oh, wow, they're still shooting fireballs, but no, actually, it's Egwene fucking, yeah. fucking everyone up. Egwene is standing on the rubble at the edge of the tower, like fucking, like, the Dark Phoenix in Sexmen. Just... In Sexmen? In Sexmen. What is what? Okay, what is happening? Are we having another aside? Yeah, we're having an aside. The show is like, what? What are we on? I this don't is two know. book clubs if you in could a row that have let been me insane. know before you give it to me though, because I wasn't aware. You didn't feed me anything this morning though. Are you hungry? No. We could just end the show right now and go eat. No, no, we're gonna have popcorn at the movies. Oh, are we gonna do snacks? I mean, yeah, popcorn. Okay. There's no sugar in that, so I can have it. Okay. And then steak. Okay, cool. Great. Um, <clears throat> oh, hi. Sorry, we, we were just... Hi, um, we're back. We're uh, back. Sorry about that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Captain Chubain um, passes on the report uh, is that uh, the 22nd floor. Around, approximately, the 22nd floor. And I do like that Saren's like, oh, the brown are put in... Wait, not the brown Wait, no, that's the novice The novice is? Egwene. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so we cut to Egwene. Yeah. And Egwene is up there just like... Ba-ding. She's fucking shit out. Yeah. Scooby de bow. Yeah. And she doesn't let she doesn't let things get out of hand. Like she yeah. knows she's like upset, but she's like trying to have a modicum of control over what's happening right now because she knows if she lets herself get like angry and fiery that it'll be less calculated. But she um, is mad. She is mad. And for right for good reason. These people have put a collar on her before and she's like not not on my watch. Not today. She is there to protect those novices. Those mm-hmm. novices look up to her. They respect her and she is there to protect them. And the novices are still kind of crushing it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, they're doing their best. Yeah. They're they're doing their best even though like they have not had great training. 
screening. Um, but luckily, the circles kind of negate, you know, the fork yeah. root. But they're they're and, and they're, the the, the novices are smart in that they're fighting in the stairwells. And yeah. you can hold the stairwell really easily, right? Like, yeah. there's so much, like, oh, this section was so fucking good. Yes. Like, when people talk about, like, the highs of Wheel of Time, like, this section was so this fucking good. This is a high, high, high. Uh, yeah. Blue, uh, congratulations on the new house. Go sign your paperwork. Thank you for being here. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, and I do I do like that, that it brings up that Egwene is so competent here because of her time as an Adam, with the Adamon, right? That she learned from being... The the Sanchin learning because that's right. where that's where Egwene unlocked her like power with the earth right and yes. was, like so much of her power was unlocked in that period and so yeah. the, there is that element of the, the her destruction of so many Sanchin in this is coming at the hands of their failure um, and, and like yeah. the, it, it's karmic um, retribution for the Sanchin for what they have done to these women in a way yep yep um, so good. And Olivia kind of is the same concept, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's I, I'm excited to watch Olivia kind of do what uh, Egwene is doing now. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Rand is going to be pissed about this, and so Rand, I have a feeling Rand's about to be like Olivia, do whatever the fuck. Go you want. get him. Go have fun. Um, <laughs> and Nynaeve is going to be like, no, but that's a bad idea for reasons because I'm Aes Sedai. I, I hope that Olivia's like, let's go, girls, and they just fucking like catwalk their way into the Sanchin territory and start. Shit up. I've just been kind of. I, 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 I'm worried that Nynaeve is kind of getting on my nerves since Lan left, and I'm hopeful that doesn't continue. Sorry. What the fuck is that? I don't know. There's a fucking dragon outside. Like. Oh wow, the lighting went all fucking wonky. Oh, they're literally like cutting branches off of our tree right here. Rude! I like that tree. Don't touch that tree. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Um, we cut to Gareth Bryan. Yeah. Who is uh, a, a rockin' falls out of the sky. Literally. <laughs> and almost lands on him. Yeah. I can't wait for this scene in live action. Oh my God, if they I have know, enough right? money. Yeah. Yeah. They're making um, sure our trees are more fluted. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I will turn this car around. So, chat. Br- <laughs> Uh, Brian has, like, realized that his men fighting the Sanchen, that these Sanchen are, like, very, very adept at fighting. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. like, highly trained, skilled warriors. He lost more men than he probably should have. Ever victorious. The They've never lost. Never, never lost. Nope, never. Uh, mm-hmm. And Swan is, is gone, but he's like, oh, no, she's the water bond. I feel where she is. And she shows up with a novice. Yeah. Um, Hashala. Yeah, who is like, yeah, Egwene Another is new named character. Another new one. Uh, Egwene's uh, in the novice quarters, probably somewhere around the 22nd floor. Um, and Gawain's like, but that's the 22nd floor. Huh, weird. That's so interesting. Don't they also, like, look up and they, they're, they're like, oh, wow, I see somebody fighting, but I can't tell who it is because their face is too far away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a queen. Um and Hashal Hashala. I need the show. I need the show to get to this moment. Like yeah. I need this in live action. Yeah, yeah. I need a Gwen. I need all of these characters looking up at this giant dick. And in the middle of the dick, like you know, like the in like the space between where like the uh, head of the dick and the shaft is, uh-huh. there's a hole in it, and there's a woman standing there shooting fire out of the dick. I that need would that be scene. that would be the like the porn version. No 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 no. This version. That's 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 what's literally happening. Oh my god, I hate it. Uh, and Hashala is like, "Oh wait, you're here to save Egwene. And they're like, "Ah shit, you really shouldn't have put that together." And she's like, "No, Egwene is the real Amarlin." And they're like, "We can trust her." Oh okay, sure. Uh, and then Bryn is like suddenly very upset because three of his men are gonna die, and Swan's yes. like, "I can heal them," and he's like, "Oh right, 
Oh, right, you're Isidore. You have, you have magic. magic. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right, magic. Um, and so, yeah, Swan uh, heals the men enough so that they're not going to die. Because um, Swan, or Gareth is like, I, I don't feel comfortable leaving these three men to die, but I have to do what I have to do. And she's like, no, I got it. I've got it. Yeah. Um, and, and she then saves him enough. He's like, Spidey senses. What? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Stab Blood the man knife. in the throat. And with the last vestiges of her power, she pulls the poison out of him because those blood knives, they have little pins. There's a little thingy that's yeah. sticking it's in. It's like a little bee sting. And Gareth Bryan, allergic to bees. So she heals that because apparently the poison is easy to heal, but it's very deadly. It's Yeah, it's very deadly, but if you if you know what you're looking for, it's probably uh, easier to figure out. But how um, does she know to heal him? She knows to heal him because men Big and brain. her fucking visions is like, yeah. if you guys don't stay close together, then you're both going to die. Yeah. Right? I like this. I, you know, like, because I, I brag on prophecy a lot. Yeah. This was an interesting way to use it. Yeah. Because the prophecy was vague and it, it involved um, Swan having to m- realize what that meant, right? It it, 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 this is using a prophecy to force a character to show their intelligence. Yes. And I thought that that was really well done. I yes. thought it was really well handled and I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one of the, this is probably my favorite use of Min's visions because of what it forced another character in the book to do. Yeah. Things just don't like fall into their lap. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the first thing happens and Swan is like, wait, there is more to this. Mm-hmm. And so she like uses her big brain and I, I loved it. I th- thought it was really interesting. Um, uh, Christian Rapper says, so if Egwene hadn't taken Fort Root, could she have healed Varen? Yes. Yeah, she could have. Maybe. Because because of how oaths work in this world, Varen just had to believe that it was her last hour. It didn't have to literally be her last hour because the oaths are Swiss cheese. And so as long as Varen thought that it was her last hour when she broke her oaths to the Dark One, mm-hmm. then Egwene could have healed her. And then it wouldn't have been her last hour anymore. And then she couldn't have broken her oaths to the Dark One anymore. But she would have been... Bull- but, but if that's the case, then why didn't Egwene go get someone to heal her? I don't think she thought of it. I also think she didn't know how to explain it. You need to heal Varen because she's a dark one. If Varen took poison, please heal her. Varen's been poisoned. Dark friends poisoned Varen, which is true. In my room. Dark friends poisoned Varen, yeah. In my room. Yeah, but that cup didn't come from her room. Like she that cup was there before Egwene got I to just her room. I just think that there's the I don't know that there I, there's a lot to explain there. And you would have had to do it before Varen was dead, because you can't heal death. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that in order to keep the secrets of the book, I think that it was all a necessary kind of like sacrifice moment. Yeah. Which is why it's so heroic. Yeah. I, I don't think Egwene was trying to take away from that. I also think Varen was kind of done. Yeah. I think Varen was kind of like, look, I did it. I'm I'm kind of, I don't know. Well, and, and, and like just, and if she was healed, she would then be held by the oaths again. Sure. No, no, yeah. I think that if so, there was a way to take away the Dark One Oath, I think Varen would be down. Yeah. But neither Gwaine nor Varen know about that right now. And I think that Varen was just kind of like, I think that without, I don't think Varen would have wanted to go back to being a Dark Friend again. Right? Yeah. And I think there's something admirable in that. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Uh, we go back to Gwaine's point of view. Um, and Gwaine is very, very tired because she's done a lot. She basically carried the entire White Tower on her back. <laughs> Gwaine's fucking out of it. Yeah. And then Gawain picks her up and she's like, no, wait, no, this is, no, please don't. No, fuck. Yeah. 
Fuck, no, I need to be here. I need to be the leader when everybody wakes up tomorrow. But no, Gawain. No. Gawain thinks that he's... Gawain is just being a man and uh, doing what he thinks is best. Yeah. Without thinking. Yeah. I, yeah, it's one of those things where uh, Egwene was very explicit in her wishes and Swan and Gawain decided not to listen to that. Uh, which yeah. is unfortunate. But uh, we think. We don't know what happens next. But I have a feeling it's it doesn't work out quickly. I don't, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they leave, if they leave, mm-hmm. and they come back tomorrow, Egwene can still be there to put together the tower. Yes. You know, like, it would. they can fucking travel. She can fucking get herself a procession and walk the way... The whole length of fucking Tarvalon being like, I'm the Amerlin. Well, and bring all the rebels in with her and be like, we all work together now. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm not, you know. Yeah. Which is what she should do, honestly. Uh, We cut over to Saren, and Saren is kind of like, Saren is like putting shit together, realizing that Egwene. Reading reports. Yeah. Yeah. um, Marveling at how incredible Egwene is and how many Demane uh, Egwene captured. Uh, and how like low the capture rate around Egwene was when someone comes up and is like, um, I was in the Amberlin's chamber when this happened and Aleda has been taken. Then we cut to Aleda on a Torakan being dangled above. Uh, she vomits all over a farmer. Um, yeah, she like throws up in uh, while being dangled above the air. And I just feel bad for whoever got splatted with that because that's kind of gross. Uh, and uh, yeah, Aleda is... Um, Got a collar on, and her name is Sufa now, and I'm, uh, it's all bad. And I hate it. It's bad for so many reasons, partially because the Sanchin now... Now have, have traveling. Have traveling. Now have traveling. So everything's about to get a lot harder for everybody, uh, but this, yeah. And not in, like, a sexy, fun way, like, what? a, like, not good way. They're about to get harder for everyone, you know, and, 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 like, in a bad way, which... And that's the end of the reading this week. Yup. Yup. Yep. Blue Light says, I hate, I dislike Alwyn, but I, in that situation, I don't know what I would have done either. When she got captured at the dock, she was also doing her own plan and it didn't work out. I mean, it did work out. It worked out. Her, her getting captured at the docks was the best it thing that could have happened. Up, it ended up working out. The Sanjin but... would have killed everybody in the tower without her. So yeah. uh, it actually worked out very well. Um, I, I just, That's I don't true. really understand. Like we see Gawain, they're like in like, they're on like the lower level. I don't understand how Swan, Gawain, and Brian got up to the 22nd floor and out with nobody noticing. Like, it just doesn't seem... Because everyone was either captured or dead, right? I know, but if the command center is on the, like, base floor because the lobby is where they're fighting, how did they get past everybody to get up to the 22nd floor, pick up Egwene... There's probably more than one door. But there are... Egwene is with all of the novices. Uh They're all around in her area. But they went to bed. She told them to go to bed. There are no other Aes Sedai up there. I don't buy that. Like, Egwene's not dumb enough to not have any guards or anything. So, wait, like, how did they How did they get up there and then get out with nobody seeing them? It just seems too convenient for me. It's 22 floors of a building that isn't massive. Ah, uh, the wind tower is, like, pretty big. Yeah, but there, there, can't, there can only be so many ways up and down. Oh, they traveled out with the rod. So the getting out, the getting out is fine. Getting out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think they were just they were there, right? They're dressed as tower guards. Even if people did see them, like no one's looking too closely because it's fucked up. 
Like you're looking oh, for Oh, no enemies. one would recognize Swan because she doesn't she look like different. Swan. That's fair. The That's only, fair. The only person people might recognize is Gawain, but Gawain is technically on their side still. They don't know that he's not. That's true. You know what? Fair. No, you know what? You've therapied me and you've helped me with this moment because it did bug me, but now it doesn't. I got you. That is fair. Yeah. See, Swan, the tabards were a good fucking thing. Good idea. Gareth's got that big brain and that big dick. This was probably. a great. This was a great week of reading. Fantastic. I feel like we we like got spicy in the way we talked about it, but only because there's fun things to talk about. Yeah, we're like amped up. Like I'm frustrated with some of the writing of some of the women. Yeah. But I've been that way since book that's two. That's not new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's not new. But um, this was this was really good. This was an incredible week of reading. I, I loved it. I, I think that Rand is in such an interesting place. For the narrative, it's not like a great place, but it's interesting. And he's not in a good place. He's in Florida. It's 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 you know it's it's fun to read because of how harsh it is, right? Yeah. What's wrong with Florida? Happiest place on earth. Do you want to list? Yeah, let's not get into that. Or let's not get into it. Um, yeah, fuck Florida. Yeah. Try and to human rights, DeSantis. Go fuck yourself. Um. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna be president. I'm never gonna be president. Now. <laughs> uh. There's no way. But this whole week, like the Grendel stuff, the moral conversation around the Grendel stuff, I found really interesting. And that's what was I have a very strong side in it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone is going to have slightly differing opinions on those things. Which is why which is why it's cool. You know, like these these are the kind of conversations that we like having with a book like this Mm -hmm. where there's no correct answer. It doesn't exist. Like there's it's it's impossible. But I have very strong opinions on what it should be. Yeah. Yeah, which are going to be different than my strong opinions on what it could be, than your strong opinions on what it could be, yeah. and it's I, it's fun to have those talks. I have a question for you. Yeah. Why isn't this the end of the book? Uh, probably... Rand has dealt with Simraj. Because... Oh, and Grindel. And Grindel. Egwene, the White Tower fight is done. Like, what is the... What is the... What is the climax of this book now? Or does Brandon Sanderson actually write Denouement in the way that Robert Jordan does not? Well, I mean, how many pages is that? That would be, I feel like, a lot. I mean, it's not that many because the it's only like a hundred and something pages. So, well, I, I, we're very used to the ends of books just being the fight, and then it ends, and then the denouement is the beginning of the next book. Yeah. Does Brandon Sanderson have a different structure? Because it would be interesting to, for this book to deal with the n- end of. To, to deal with what's happened and uh, yeah. allow the next book to be more of its own book as opposed to the slog where it just kind of like muddles together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to read that because I think Brandon Sanderson might bring a little bit more like traditional book structure to his books. Yeah, because what I don't think we're going to get in the next section, I do not think we get Matt and Camelin. I think that that's more of a like... I could see there being a chapter there. I, w- I could see him like seeing Elaine. That feels like the beginning of a next book, right? Like Matt's journey in this section has ended. No, but next book is Matt go... No, no, no. His section hasn't ended because his next thing is going to the Tower of Genji. So if the end of this book ends the Camelin stuff so that he can leave for the Tower of Genji, then I think that that's valid. Right? Um, fair. You know what I mean? Like I, if, if the end of this book is them leaving for the Tower of Genji, I would love that. And then the next book deals with that. Okay, you know what? That's fair. What are the Towers of Midnight? Because obviously the White Tower is one of them. Like, getting the White Tower fixed is going to be one Tower of Midnight. Going to the Tower of Genji is another. Which is, what is Rand's Tower in the Towers of Midnight? 
The Black Tower, maybe he has to deal with Mazrum Tame finally. Oh, I like that. There's yeah. the three towers. Yeah. It's like the Twin Towers, but there's three of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't see how it is like that, but... Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I I I definitely think that Mazrum Tame has to be dealt with next book. There's 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 a lot there. I don't know. I feel like Mazrum Tame is going to be issue. at the last battle, but you do. Yeah, I think he's like a Dreadlord or a Forsaken in the last battle. I think maybe he escapes, but I think that the tower itself, the Black Tower, can't exist the way that it does right now without like Ran being fucking decimated, right? Because there are so many channelers there. Yeah, but a lot of them are on Ran's side. They're not all on Tame's side. It doesn't seem like it. I think it's like 50-50. Rand seems to be able to pop enough out of them, you know, with Loghain's help. I think the ones that are with Rand and who have, I have met a Rand feeling... are, but a lot of them don't even know who Rand is, have never met him, don't know shit about him. They're just, they think that they're following Rand's orders when actually they're following Mazrum Tame's orders. I don't think that it's Rand versus Tame for the Black Tower. I think Loghain's glory is that he wrestles control of the Black Tower from Tame. And I think that that's the tower. Do you think that Tame is Demandred? No. Okay. No, I don't. I, I think that Tame is Tame. Okay. Because I, I, I think that the Dark One needs more people for the last battle so that it's not so one-sided. So I think, like, he's not... The, the Dark One doesn't have a lot of generals left for the last battle. Because, like, somebody has to fight Perrin. Somebody has to fight Matt. Somebody Like, this is going to have to be a battle where, like, each of our characters has an antagonist. Yeah, I don't see Perrin coming back in the end of this book. I think we'll get a chapter of it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I, like, I, I think we'll get something. Because he's been in this book before. Not much. But... Do you think Elaine is in this book at all? Like, does she come in just at, like, the very end? In Matt's point of view, yes. But I don't think we get an Elaine point of view in this book. Okay. I think we get a conversation between Matt and Elaine about the oh, dragons. Oh, maybe the finale of this book is Avienda in R- Ruidian. Oh. Yeah, okay. I was like, who else? What are the storylines? And she lines? sees the last battle. And so that's where oh. we finally get some understanding of what's going Because she Because that's what happened with Moraine, right? She saw all those possible futures. I thought she did that in the arches. No, no, no. When when Moraine went to Ruidian with Avienda the first time. Yeah. Um, Moraine saw all of the possible futures. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that's what the wise ones have seen. That's why they're wise ones. Because they've seen all the possible futures. Right. So I couldn't remember which information Moraine... No, Moraine... No. Oh, Moraine asked three knew... questions from the Elfin Yeah, yeah. Which but she, she knew how she was going to die. Is, which is why she knew to go to the arches. But the, she had... But it was in the arches where she saw all of her futures. So if Avienda goes and sees all of her futures, then she'll come back and be able to kind of help Rand point towards the last battle because she'll have some ideas of it. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense for the finale of this book, actually. Cool. Yeah. Should we read the beginning of the next chapter? Sure. Uh, chapter 42. We got a dragon icon. So we don't know the names of the women who were in Graindal's palace. Theron said, we can't add them to the list. (laughs) I think I'm just going to leave it right there. That was enough of that for me for today. Oh, that was fucking big. People are saying the memories or the futures thing is the first trip. So the second trip, they go learn about the past of the Aiel, but then why? Then what's the point? No, Maureen learns about her... 
history, right? Because when you I know, but if if, if Avienda has already seen the futures, then are you are we saying that Avienda is going to go? We already know the past of the Aiel. No, it's Moraine's past, isn't it? Her family's past. No, Moraine. Moraine went in and saw the futures. That's already happened. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, high-low. Uh, this is a segment where I say my high, or you say your high, I say my low, you say your low, I say my high, because we want to compliment sandwiches. Bish, this is what my family did when we were uh, younger, uh, when we actually ate dinner together before I lived in uh, other parts of the country or different countries, uh, because we would celebrate each other's highs, commiserate over each other's lows. We'd do the dang thing. So, Clarus, do the dang thing. What's your high for 36 to 41 of the gathering storm? Okay, this is so difficult. Is it? There are so many highs mm-hmm. in this section. Yeah. And I'm having a hard time picking just one. Wow, it's almost like we do this segment every week. I know, but like there's just there I, I figured like the right one would just fall into place, but there like there's actually so much about this section that I fucking love. Yep, fair, 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 fair. So I guess Varen just being a dark friend for science. Cool. Love it. Yeah. It was between that and Egwene being like, no, I'm your mother. But, like, I think the Varen stuff, like, yeah, just all of that. So fucking good. Her reasoning for it, like, how it happened. Like, it was all just fucking fucking brilliant. I fucking love it. Anyways, what's your low? Nynaeve. Uh, Nynaeve thinking that because of what Rand did, the best way to help him is to go behind his back. And, And honestly, Min doing that, too. I to To go to a person that she knows he is not... He does not have a good relationship right now. I I just found it disappointing. Um, it is more of this there this idolizing of Cat Swain for reasons that I I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I found that frustrating from a character perspective. I, I don't think it's bad writing. I just think from a character perspective, I, I find it's frustrating these characters who I think are not realizing what Rand needs, mm-hmm. uh, and so they keep making the same mistakes. Um, and hoping that the outcome is different. And I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my low is... <sighs> God damn it. Um, I think I think that my low is the the moment um where the battle bitch Aja like gets collared. Like that, like that, that just that that singular moment. Oh, of like, okay. Oh fuck! Not in like it's written bad or I didn't like it. I, it was just like my stomach fell out of my asshole. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was like that, those those moments are highs for me. I'm surprised you think that that's a low. I don't. I don't. I don't have like lows in like the writing of this section. I guess unless it's the you count that like I think Robert Jordan doesn't write the women the best sometimes, but that's yeah. kind of like a generalized thing. Well, it's Brandon Sanderson now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's both of them. I don't know. I'm just, I'm struggling to, like, find a low. And so I think it's just the one that made me, like, feel like, ooh, even though it was okay. a good moment and incredible writing. That See, that sense. leads into my high of the book. Oh. Which is that moment to the end of the chapter where Egwene, Egwene just being like, no, I'm, I'm the Emerald Seat. Not, I'm the Emerald Seat. But like no, I, I child, I am the MLNC. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm run. doing my job. I'm not gonna leave you. I'm not abandoning the tower. You, you work for me now, and I just the 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 amount the ability to be so angry and and be this tempest of power and and destruction, 
in such a controlled manner and showing the growth of the character um and you know the the brilliance of her saving um uh the the uh, the battle bitch <laughs> i love that that's what Ad- Ad- Adelorna, I think um, is her name and uh yeah i just i think everything about that it was it was really exemplary and the varen chapter is incredible don't get me wrong i love that as well yeah uh, but you took that so i'm taking this yeah, uh, yeah. i just really that's loved it totally fair yeah. Totally fair. What's up, Fabu? You made it just for the end. I love, I love, I, I wanted a moment where Asanchin was about to call her like one of the novices and Egwene to just like destroy her and be like, not my daughter, you bitch. Because I think that would have been very funny. <laughs> that would have been very funny. Very funny. Oh, man. Too yeah. good. Uh, that is our book club for the week. Uh, we're going to do our outro and then we're going to do Smut Corner so that those of you who don't want to listen to us make more sex jokes. Although at this point, the whole the whole podcast is Smut Corner. Like, we're I don't, a little bit unhinged. I don't know why we talk about it being the end. But, um, uh, Just for posterity. I don't know. The the If you like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you don't, hit the dislike button. Leave me in comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry and we must feed her. This episode that algorithm goddess is... I mean, Soan is hungry for Gareth now that she can feel all the feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very hungry. Um, starving, actually. Uh, you can follow us around the internet. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Blaris. I Someone wrote an Apple Podcast review, and I forgot to read it. And <gasps> oh, so I'm going to no! try and pull it up really quick here. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. We like Unhinged. This is from Bookman X. Uh, if you want to give us a five-star review on Apple, please do. It helps the podcast grow. It helps people find it in the podcast form. Yeah. Even though this is more of a like live stream than it is a podcast. But we put it out as a podcast. So yeah. if you're a podcast listener, tweet at us. I don't know. Uh, tweet at Bookman us. Bookman X wrote this review. Uh, uh, enlightening. Five stars. I've been a fan of Wheel of Time since my dad handed me the eye of the world in high school. I've listened to a number of commentary podcasts about the series. This is the first to make me really evaluate some of the parts of the series I overlooked. I highly recommend. That, I thought it was going to be funnier. Uh, that is incredibly sweet, and no, I appreciate the you. shit out of it. That's no, 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 seriously. Like, like, very kind. Oh, Ildrom wrote something. Thank you. We will we will read Ildrom's next week. Um, <gasps> We're going to start with that. But uh, thank you so much for uh, leaving a, a review on Apple Podcasts. You, too, can leave a review. Uh, if you uh, rate us five stars, I will read it on the show no matter what it is. Yes. Anything. We've thank read you. some weird shit before. We have certainly done that. Arzu, thank you for the super chat. Arzu, thank you for that super chat for super podcast and podcaster. Ah, thank you. They're talking about you. You are the super podcaster. Absolutely not. I am the below average podcaster. (laughs) Who really derailed the show today? I'm sorry. No, it was But I was having a lot of fun. We had a blast. This was a good one. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is our longest episode and probably my favorite. Yep. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Do something nerdy tonight. All right. If you're a prude, get out of here. It's time for Smut Corner. Smut Corner Canada. Why read some smut in anywhere else? Bing. Nailed it. Add some smut. Uh, we already added, like, so much. Like, like Swan and Gareth are going to just fucking get so dirty Swan with each and other. Gareth definitely got a little handsy in the boat. In the boat, yeah. Yeah, Gareth was like, was eyes forward, light. soldiers, eyes forward. And she was just back there mm-hmm. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bop, a bop, thousand bop, percent. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, don't look. Nothing to see back here. Nothing to see back here. Just getting a hand job. <laughs> I was saying welcome back to the nerd table. Swan brings Voris Angrel back from her tent and shows Gareth why it's fluted. Embracing ah, the Gareth seems like he would take a pegging, you know? He seems like a very open-minded individual who's, like, tried some stuff, you know? Like, I'm sure, like, Morgase was a little kinky. Michael Kioski has a good point. You guys even added smut to the NHL this week. You're welcome. I mean, you can hide cum on a white tabard really easily, so. 
on his own white tower? Yeah, it's oh, white. Okay. On, yeah. It's white on white. It, you, you're not going to see that coming like, until it dries. Gunky. Yeah. 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 They're in the middle of a battle. There's going to get blood on there anyway. There's going to be bodily fluids. It might be like brain matter. Parent Goldnorf, thank you for that super chat. Uh, lol, I got stuck in a media and worked for 30 minutes and you're still here. Four hours. Plus book club for the win. Not four hours. Oopsie. Three, and, three a and a half. Thank you for oh, the super chat. Oh my God. Chat. Can you imagine having an orgy with the blood knives? What? But they're all kind of invisible. So you're just kind of getting fucked by like invisible people. That sounds fun. That's definitely someone's kink. That would be really cool to just be kind of like in a room with like all of these hands and things touching you, but you can't really see them. That is 100% if it's consensual. That sounds great. Kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do it. Yeah. That sounds fun. I wonder if someone's made that porno with like green screen. So like as the audience, you you don't see the green morph suits that everybody's wearing with the dick sticking out of it. But like when they're filming it, everyone's in fucking green morph suits and you have to like be turned on for these like green screen morph suits. You know? Interesting. They just all have like dicks or like titties like uh, sticking out of them. Yeah. But you can't see the rest of their bodies, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's a hundred percent a thing somewhere. And if it's not, it's well, called the blindfold party. No, but I specifically want to be able to see. You can see things, but not like the people. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because otherwise, like an orgy in the dark is fun. But like I, I, I can do that. I'm trying to think of things I can't do. It's it's, it's it'd be hard to have a type if your type is I can't see them. You know, what are you attracted to? Yeah. Uh, the the absence of the person. All right. Yeah. Yeah, like having sex with like a gray man. Like that would be like, you'd be like, I can think I can see you, but I kind of like can't see you. Atavir brings up a great one. So like the ghost Dr. Crusher fucked on Star Trek. Shut your mouth. Yes, exactly Shut like that. Shut your mouth. I fucking hate I that I want to get fucked like Dr. Crusher. No, God. That's her kink. That's her kink. That's why that episode exists. Wait, really? No. Oh, no. I, I, I thought you were about to like pull some like. She just wanted to like write some episodes that were like centered around her and she's not the best writer. She wrote that episode? She did some writing for Star Trek and it's usually not great episodes. I'm sorry. Like, uh, no offense. Don't like it. Not my thing. That is uh, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. At least huh. I don't think I'm making that up, but yeah. Yeah. There was some questionable stuff. Look, Trek, great. Love it. Love Star Trek. Love Next Generation. I don't like Dr. Crusher very much. Uh, and there's some bad episodes in there. Um, um, I want the I want the scene where, like, Egwene wakes up and is like, look, Gawain, we fucked a lot in your dreams and you don't know about that. But True. I stole... Get that tongue over here and start lapping. I, we, we've worked on this My before. favorite gemstone, Lapis Lazuli. Get to work. I don't like that. You know, oh, like, I don't like Yeah, no, I, I I, get it. I don't like it. Like, I understand. Uh, I mean, that quote is one of the funniest things I've ever said. Yeah, I love that it's interspecies like... Interspecies furry fucking, interspecies furry fucking, interspecies furry fucking. That's how Hyrule happened. It is canon. Oh, is that... I, I wasn't there for that one, but... Uh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom apparently is a wild, kinky ride. Um, Princess Zelda's great, 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 great grandfather is a goat person. Why not? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, this has been fun. It has been. Thank you for being here. Uh, you're welcome for the chaotic, unhinged energy. We're going to keep trying to bring that because uh, we have a good time with it. Yeah, we're going to go watch Fast 4, 10. What? Fast 4 is too depressing. Uh, we're going to watch Fast 10 and Fast hope that it's 10. good. Uh, I love Jason Momoa, so hopefully I like that. Pray for us. Uh, we're going to be back next week with the rest of the book. There's about 100 pages left. 
Um, the way the the splits worked out this week was very interesting, but this was a good split. These six yeah. chapters. I'm digging it. I'm you guys crushed it. Well done. I'm well very excited. Fucking done. Let the Lord of Chaotic Energy roll. Uh, we'll be back next week with more unhinged nonsense. So until then, do something nerdy tonight, y'all. Bye guys. Thank you, mods, and happy birthday, monkey. Happy birthday, monkey. We'll get you a cake. Bye. <laughs>